to be going. Starting? Are you starting the recording? Uh, got it. Give me now. Hello, everyone. It is Stark Wyvern Gamer, host of the Real Taco Gamer podcast, episode 47, uh, with the man, the myth, the legend, uh, Andre Tipton, or Otaku Man 5000, and a guest who has not been on an episode in, I don't know, what, like 40-something episodes, Mel Weezy. <laughs> um, we also got Shadow. He'll, he'll pop in like a, like a ninja eventually. Um, how are you doing, Mel? Oh, not too bad, man. I've just been, uh, you know, dabbing on different things in the Switch and also playing, uh, Horizon Forbidden West, which looks like a early contender for game of the year. Oh, 100%. 110%, honestly. So we will probably, I guess we can get into what everybody's playing. Uh, well, first of all, hey, what's up, everybody? Um, we're, we're, we're kind of getting on a semi regular schedule. We're trying, trying our um, best. We're trying to, we're working on that. Um, you know, we're just trying to get things going. Uh, how's everybody doing? I hope everybody's good. So I guess we can get into what we've been playing. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get that in order, I guess. We'll let you guys go ahead and go. You go ahead, James. Oh, Mel, no, uh, Mel, go ahead. You can go ahead. Mel, yeah, go Mel, ahead. Mel should go first. He's, he's, uh, been, it really has been like 44 episodes since he was on. <laughs> well, thanks, I was like, I'm, I'm remembering very clearly it was like episode three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just thanks for having me. I haven't podcasted hey, in a long time. I'm a little rusty, so um, I'm a little shy today. But um, like I was saying, I just got a chance to play Horizon Forbidden West last night on my PS5. The game is beautiful. I decided to go with the performance mode so I get the 60 frames per second. And the visuals really didn't take a hit, James. I thought that, you know, Stark, I thought it looked still really beautiful, even with the lower resolution. Uh, the game plays like a dream. Um, there's a lot of game DNA in this game, too. It's a big leap from the first game, because now you've got climbing mechanics. You've got, uh, you know, you've got a grapple hook thing now, um, kind of reminiscent of Tomb Raider or even Uncharted. So I kind of got a lot of Tomb Raider Uncharted vibes just from the first two hours of the game. And yeah. the storytelling is solid. I mean, the the voice acting, storytelling, the, the story beats are solid. I mean, it's just as good as the first game, if not better. But you could tell that they're trying to start out with the intimate, more intimate story of her coming back into the fold after the events of the first game with Hades and, you know, Silent and all that kind of stuff. So they're kind of ramping it up. They're kind of gradually bringing the story. I saw people talking about that on Twitter. I don't have a problem with the slower pace to kind of – introduce these newer robots you're fighting and uh, some of the new story beats and characters and stuff like that and motivations. I had no problem with that. Uh, but the game is phenomenal. Um, so I, I won't say too much to spoil it for other people, but if you've got a PlayStation 5 or even a PlayStation 4, this is a must-have game. It's an early game of the year contender. Um, I, it's just I don't have any complaints, James. I just think the game is phenomenal. I, I just think that anybody, even if you didn't play the first game, I think they do a good enough job of kind of explaining to you where you're at in oh, the yeah. story and everything. Yeah. They set it up. They set it up nicely for anybody who, like, if they missed it or, you know, didn't get I think get they even it. had kind of like a recap, didn't they, like, previously? Yeah, it tells you, it tells you how, you know, like, what happened and yeah. kind of gives they, you some. They did a really good job with that. So, I, And as far as the Switch, I've been going back and playing Super Mario Odyssey, trying to collect old moons. It was so weird because I felt like I didn't have anything to play, and I just kind of got to the part where I was like, I don't know what I want to play on my Switch. 
So I went back to Mario Odyssey, and I've been loving going back and playing some of the different worlds, like the Sand World. I forget what it's called, the Sand Kingdom. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, man, this game has so much content for a five-year-old game. And I think I'm up to about 300 moons. I know there's like, what, 999 in the game. So I'm like, man, there's so much content I missed because I just flew through the campaign and I had other things I was playing when I beat the story or whatever. But I'm like, man, this game is so deep. And when I remember when I watched the direct a few weeks ago, I'm like, I'm seeing the new Kirby game. And I'm like, okay, that's the Kirby. That's Kirby's Odyssey right there, man. That's like that's what it is, yeah. Mario yeah. Odyssey vibes from the new Kirby yeah. game. So I'm excited about that. Um, I found a gym. If you guys have ever heard of Hypercharge, which is kind of like a toy soldier FPS on the Switch. Oh, my God. Phenomenal. Tower defense and FPS in a game on the Switch. My only gripe is it looks like that the multiplayer uh, servers might be dead. But even playing it single player is such a treat. If you loved toy soldiers or old toy type games, the game is yeah. coming out. I think I've it's heard only, about that game. Yeah, dude, the game is awesome. I think it's coming to PlayStation 5 and Xbox here shortly. But it's already on Steam and Switch. Um, it's only like 20 bucks to pick it up, too. It's a phenomenal game. I love it. So I've been playing that. I've been jumping back on Animal Crossing like me and James was talking about. What else have I been playing? Um, that's pretty much it. I've just been going back on old games and uh, dabbling with Splatoon, getting ready for Splatoon 3. But, yeah, I'm still loving my Switch, and I'm thinking of new ways to try to, you know, I want to upgrade my uh, memory card to one terabyte so I can get ready for all these games coming up like Kirby and uh, Switch Sports and stuff like that. Now's a good time to do that. Yeah, yeah. I think it's do that because it's actually that card is actually. Um, let me look it up. I think it's probably like, gonna skyrocket here pretty soon. No, <laughs> it, it was bucks. high when it it was like four hundred dollars when it came out. Holy crap! Yeah, and it is. Um, I think it's, I think it's about a hundred bucks now. It's like one hundred and fifty, maybe one hundred and fifty bucks now. Yeah, it's gotten it's going down a lot. I know Black Friday was like they had it for like a hundred and like sixty dollars or something like that. Yeah, so I'm just kind of ramping up because I think. This next leg of Switch releases, I can't speak for you guys, but I think I'm going to go fully digital. I don't think I really want to carry any more cartridges around. I just want everything on there where I can just toggle between the games and play whatever I want to play. So Yeah, the one that you should get is the, I think it's the, I think the Extreme, SanDisk Extreme is the one you should get. Okay. And it's 147 now. It was, I'm telling you, I mean, I, I was, I've been watching this since it first dropped. That thing was four hundred and like fifty bucks when it came out. Yeah, I'll be definitely copping that pretty soon. Yeah, I got a, I got a four, I got a four hundred gig now. And I'm, yeah, I had to delete some stuff. I ran out of room. I yeah, and the Switch games are really not that bad as as far as size, but with I, all the games coming out, and I'm sure we're probably getting everything. I'm like, yeah, I need to upgrade. <laughs> I'm over. I'm at. I'm at a hundred. I think I'm at 120 uh, physical Switch games. Oh wow! I think I'm I'm, I'm almost at 150. Yeah, 120. Yeah, I think I got 120. Yeah, yeah, it's great. And then the, then the downloadable ones, download codes we get, uh, I get extras of those, and they're. I mean, I got I don't know. I got like probably 200 on my Switch. So yeah, it's kind of it's. That's the thing I hate. It's like I wish they would. I wish they would would have done some like put some kind of like portable hard like uh, not a portable hard drive but some kind of bigger memories you know in that i mean some of the dead some of the digital games they are some of the digital games are like 15 gig 
had to do a, I think we had to do a, up, had to do a download the other day. It was like, it was like eight gig. I was like, good lord. Yeah, Nintendo is not immune to the whole updating games and first day patches anymore. I don't think. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. So go ahead, James. Whenever you're, whenever you're ready. Uh, what am I playing? I'm playing Horizon Zero Dawn Forbidden West. Um, right now, actually. Uh, I, yeah, it's, it's an amazing game and I don't, I mean, I guess it just makes sense. The X, you know, Xbox and Xbox and whatever, whatever would hate the game, you know, cause it's not on their system and it will never be on their system. But the fact that they, you know, anybody can say anything bad about this game is like, it's insane. Really? Yo, it's blasphemous. It is. It's blasphemous. It is. What else? What else you been playing? Um, I got, uh, Voice of Cards, The Forsaken Maiden. So that's the sequel to Voice of Cards, um, The Isle Dragon Roars, which I, I was like, that's, I, to me that was kind of impressive that they, they dropped the sequel, you know, like four months later. I was like, really? Already? That's crazy. Yeah. I was like, cause I was like, oh man, I'll, we'll, we'll get a sequel sometime. And then they'll be like, they're like, no, uh, it's, it's out now. I was like, oh, it's four months? Really? Four months? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's a pretty, it's a pretty like easy kind of, um, RPG. I think this one, uh, this one has, uh, a boat that you get to travel, you know, the world on. So it kind of like extends the, the amount of time you, you'll play the game. Cause the other one was just all land basically. Um, but this one you're like sailing around trying to find the, the next place you have to go to. And, um, you know, there's lots of like little enemy encounters and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Uh, I think I liked the, I, I mean, I, I get it that they want to, you know, make every, every game different. So they changed the, the, the game master for this one. And I think he's, he, I don't know, a little, he's a little quieter, you know, than the last one. And he's a little less in your face. And I think they, they're trying to like, they want to balance that. Cause the last one, he was really like, he was really kind of like a game master, but this one feels more like a narrator, which I feel like is a misstep. Cause like, if you're playing a dungeon, if it's like a Dungeons and Dragons, you want to have the narrator being like, you know, in your face. I think a little more than, you know, kind of like, um, just kind of narrating it. Um, and then I, um, I have, I only have to catch four more Pokemon and I've completed the Pokedex in Arceus Legends. So that's, that's cool. But yeah, that's it. That's really what I've been playing is, uh, a lot of, um, oh, I, I got Monster Prom. Monster Prom, uh, double XL or triple XL or whatever. On the Switch, um, that's a that's a that's a crazy game. If you haven't played that one, um, it's a fun it's a fun game uh, with all the monsters and 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 choosing like who who they're gonna date and you know there's like lots of uh, innuendos and you know references and stuff. It's a solid it's a solid game. But that that's what I've been playing. It's just just Horizon and Pokemon, Little Animal Crossing, um, Voice of Cards, Monster Prom. Cuphead, Cuphead too. Yeah, I've been playing some Cuphead. But yeah, that's it. Solid games, solid games. What's up, yeah, Shadow? I, uh, oh no, I uh, so yeah, I'm I'm very excited though because I've been beating Cuphead bosses, which is like I never did that before. I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah, <laughs> that is a freaking a, hard game, dude. Cuphead is a freaking yeah. hard game. It is a hard game. It's a monster. But well, like I was telling you, my friend. Um, I'm forgetting her I'm forgetting her Twitter name. Yep, I'm forgetting it. And doing right. 
Nope. Um, for um, oh my goodness, Lord, I'm just I can't believe I'm forgetting they, this. What they play anyway, Waterfall? my friend, she's a streamer. She's a streamer. I'll I'll figure it out in a minute. Um, she's a streamer, but she um, she's the first person I know that ever, that beat Cuphead like quickly. And she's been playing it so much that she she knows the pattern of the game. Yeah, it is a very pattern based game. So she plays it. She beats it on stream back uh, with with blindfold with a blindfold on, and she just listens for cues in the game, and it tells her what to do. That's pretty. And I've watched her do. I watched her do it live, and I was like, "Oh, that's awesome!" I said, "Oh, it's a pattern based game." Okay, now I know how to play it now. I still haven't beat it, but you know. Yeah, it's crazy, but yes, uh, it looks good. So what's up, man? Yo. Chad Doe. Oh, hold on. Okay, he's he's just in. Okay, he's just here. Good, okay. But anyway, I'll go ahead and get into what I was playing. Um, New Horizons, um, Shadows, I mean, um, Shadows. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima, Horizon Zero Dawn, um, Animal Crossing New Leaf. Uh, actually, I played a lot of um, Yoshi's Crafted World yesterday. That's fun. I, I just I I have so many games, and it's just like I don't get a chance to play. So I just just I got to play Breath of the Wild. So I just got into I got into Yoshi a little bit. I said, like, you know what? I need to play with Yoshi a little bit more. So I played, and I sat there and played it for like an hour. And it was, it's just so, it's such a great game. Um, uh, Breath of the Wild, uh, Street to Race 4, um, I've been playing, uh, Esperade, uh, for Switch, um, uh, R-Type Final, R-Type Final Mission 2, Cotton Reboot, what else was I playing? I was playing something else, uh, I can't think. But yeah, uh, mostly about like Animal Crossing, Zelda, um, a couple of shoot 'em ups. Um. Oh, uh, Pursuit Force on my PSP. I was picked up another PSP the other day. Um, and uh, Nano Stray on. Uh, no, Nano, Nano Assault on uh, 3DS. And uh, that's pretty much it. Um. So we could go ahead, wait no shadow. I guess we can go ahead and uh, jump in and, and talk about some stuff that's going on this week. So, so you guys, you guys are enjoying Horizon. You you love it. It's not, you know, it's it's pretty much awesome. I mean, Mel, you already talked about it. it's it's a game of the year contender. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, I I think James is probably agrees with me. It's probably the best game. I've played since Infinite last year. I mean, it's just, it's a phenomenal game all the way around. I'm only two or three hours into it, so James is much deeper in the game than me, so oh, yeah. he probably can give you a better yeah. overall impression, though. Yeah, it's, it, no, the, the game is, is, uh, it's definitely better. Definitely more, you know, processed and prepared than Horizon. Uh, it sells all the charm, so I don't know why people, people are saying it like it's not, doesn't have the charm or something. I don't know. I've been seeing lots of nonsense tweets. About it, you know, like, oh man, it's, it's, it's scored less than the first one on Metacritic. Who cares? Like, who cares really what Metacritic said? Honestly, just play the game. And if you like it, 
that that's what matters. You know, I, I hate but, to say it. I think that's Xbox hating on it because they don't have a Horizon game on their platform, and that, that's coming from somebody I love Xbox. But I'm a realist. This is the best game so far of 2022. I mean, it's easily, it's not even close. Yeah. See, that's another thing. Um, so a lot of my buddies were talking about uh, the review scores, and I kind of, I'm kind of back on my whole. Okay, so why are people still paying play attention to Metacritic? I mean, not that you shouldn't, but why? So if you're not, if you're too busy worried about a score and not what the what the reviewer said, I mean, I've talked about this a bunch of times. I've yeah. I've listened to X Play, I've listened to I watched a review for X Play, and I, or any some of these magazines or anything. It's like I gave me a game informer. I mean, I know my friends at Game Informer. I've, I've talked about them. I said, dude, how do you guys do that? Like I've I watched a review the other day for. Um, what was it? Um, I think it was Horizon Zero Dawn because X Play has been off for a while, and they're going back and retro viewing, reviewing older games. No, actually, it was Batman Arkham Knight they were talking about. Ah, and you would have if you listened to you listen to Adam Sessler going about that game, you would have thought, oh my God, he's going to say this is the worst game ever. But no, he didn't. It got a four out of five. There's a lot of stuff he didn't like about it, but there's a lot of stuff he liked. And I was like, but you, when you hear him, it's like, what? You, it's not like he hated this game. But no, he didn't. And it's just like, you know, um, it's just crazy. I was just like, but a lot of, I mean, the, the review scores, I mean, come on, man. I mean, are we still on that? Are we still, are we doing this? I've stopped doing review scores. 25 years ago. I think I did a review. I think I started writing review scores. I only did it when people asked for them. And then that was it. And it's just archaic. I don't understand it. Go ahead. I I was just going to say, reviews are so subjective. To me, it's like if a person's in a bad mood that day or they're whatever they they can judge something based on the way they feel that moment that day because i've played certain games where i didn't like it i didn't like arkham knight the first time i played it because of the batmobile i went back to it and had open eyes a couple years later and i loved the game much more when i took the batmobile out of it uh but this is what i'll say like recently with the uncharted movie it got really bad metacritic scores and everything but I've talked to people personally who I trust and said, hey, the movie is fun. I enjoyed it. It's actually a good movie. But then again, when the Spider-Man movie came out, I went and saw that. It got great reviews. It's about to break Avatar's you know, record at the box office. And then but I just thought the movie was okay. I just thought the movie was just okay. It wasn't that great to me. It was good, but not what they were trying to make it out of to be. So that's why I said reviews are – it's really that how, the way that person feels that day. You know what I mean? Like it's, I don't know. You got to watch something two or three times, or or consume something a couple times before you really get a good feel for it. Right. So, because your first impression could be very negative, and then the next time you go back and you're a different mind space, and then you're like, oh well, this is really good. I was nitpicking on this and the game, like like Adam Susser did on on uh, Batman Arkham Arkham uh, Asylum, okay. Arkham, oh, yeah. Arkham Arkham Asylum or whatever. So. That's that's what that's what I'm saying. I don't think that people's first impression should should be. We shouldn't adopt that. I, I just think you have to try things for yourself to really come to a good judgment on things. 
Right. That's why I hate that they don't have more demos. If they had demos for everything, then people could judge for themselves and not rely on reviews. You know what I'm saying? Like, judge for yourself whether you like it or not. Because it might be something that nobody else digs and maybe you like it. You just never know. I'm the king of that crap. I like all kinds of stuff that people are like, why are you playing that game? I was like, what are you? game was good. What are you talking about? Or watching this movie. Like, a lot of people got on me for watching Spider-Man. I'm like, dude, I watched Spider-Man. Like, I'll give it, I was about to watch it for a third time. Because yeah. I, it was that good to me. I thought it was that good. Because it was just so much, they threw so much at you, and you were like, oh, okay. Oh, oh okay, that's what we're doing? Okay. And it was, it's just, it's great. And it was, just, it was a good movie. I thought it was great. But, you know, but a lot, I mean, reviews are subjective, and if you're going right to the review score, then you don't need to be. I personally don't think you need to play the game. Oh yeah, you know, you know, my favorite thing though is when it's clearly some some jaded, like angry reporter guy who wants to be covering something big, you know, like newsworthy, and then he's forced to cover like something for you know gamers or whatever. Like, oh, uh, I had to play this game and it's garbage because you know little kids like this game. It's like, then what? You know, I hate that kind of stuff. Or like it's like a really highfalutin thing. Like you'll see like um, other sources are using trying to do games now, and they're like, "Well, I thought this game was for very it was for children," and it's like, "Well, it's not. You're just not a gamer, and you were probably maybe you were forced to review this." You know? Have you seen that, Andre? Have you seen like things like that? I've seen lots of things recently. Oh, I think I've that's true. I've seen it all. I've seen it. I'm like, I'm like, why? You know, I'm like, oh, um, like this guy was reviewing Arceus Legends, and he was like. Oh, Pokemon is an old, it's an old, uh, RPG for children, and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, well, I'm sorry that you're reviewing a game, um, and not, you know, talking about the, the war or politics or something, but, you know, you don't need to be such an asshole, really. Uh, it's just, it's no, media. Just it's try, um, and try and enjoy it. Try and find some enjoyment out of it. I mean, everybody. Shadow, you can jump in on this, man. It's like, I, I well, what, what are y'all talking about? I know you're talking about reviews, and already based on what I've heard. I got a lot to say, but which game are you talking about specifically? Well, they're talking about Horizon, but we're talking about, I'm talking about reviews. And, well, you know how, like, I mean, oh, what's wrong with Horizon? Like Horizon a, did great. No, but you probably oh, saw it on Twitter like where, that. like, people were like, oh, it only got an 89. It probably sucks. I'm like, what's the difference between yeah. 89 and 90? Who cares? You know, th- thankfully, my Twitter is not poisonous. Uh, you know, <laughs> I don't have a lot of followers. I don't follow a lot of people. So my, <laughs> my timeline tends to not have Cartman's in it. By the way, what's up, Melvin? Hey, what's going on, Shadow? Much love to you, brother. Thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me, bro. Um, you know, like the only thing I heard about Horizon was was like retaliation against people who were crying about um her beard, quote unquote. Oh, I love that. That's it's like, like, it's like <laughs> how, how do you know like you never? Thing. How do you know you never fucked with a woman without saying you never fucked with a woman? Yeah, exactly. You, you complain about the little hairs. <laughs> on her yeah yeah we are biological organisms we all have hairs that's how it works and also also she is not you know trying to you know submit to the idea of man or or anything in the modern context she's in the future and she's literally by herself and she's just killing like fucking robot monsters can you do Bro, that it's the post-apocalypse <laughs> it's like who like, over here trying to pluck all their hairs in the post i mean fuck off there's no instagram there's no tiktok there's no twitch for her to sell her bathwater on, she ain't trying to do all that. Also, She's a robot. Also, Aloy, Aloy would not do that. Right. Would not. She would like. She is a, a classy ass dame. She would not. <laughs> this just, is what's funny. This just, is what's funny though. 
I saw that little that little picture and I was like, "Oh man, are we doing puddles again? Is this what we're doing?" <laughs> and it's like, are we doing puddles hair. again? Uh, I, I, and I just brushed it off. I just I didn't I didn't think about. I, I read it. I saw something. I went, "Nope, I'm done." To, I'm, not, to, I'm not having this to argument speak with anybody. To reviews, I gotta say, having grown up with video game magazines and you know subscribing to Nintendo Power, GamePro, EGM, PSM. Like, I learned very early on. I mean, shit, I learned just from watching Cisco and Ebert back in the day when when some of the movies that they originally shit on are, like, classics now, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I, like, I learned very early on that, like, the eyes that other people wear are not mine. So I, I read what I look for in a review. First of all, you know, I look at the score just to see, okay, what is this media outlet overall trying to say? Boom, here's their score, I bet. What are their key points? So I'll skim through the review and I'll try to look for, like, what the person is actually talking about, criticizing or praising. And then I'm like, okay, I'll keep that in mind. But, like, my tastes are, like, yo, like, Ninja Gaiden NES, That, that to me, that's that's a 10 out of 10 for the first two, at least. I'd give three a 9 out of 10, right? Um, But, like, the first person who probably ever played that game, if they were to review it, they would have given it a one because the goddamn birds and the bats would have killed them 6,000 times and they would have got game over. Right. Right. So like, I, like reviewers nowadays, like you, you, you just can't trust. You can't trust because you don't know the politics behind it. Like some review outlets might review something and you never know. Are they mad because they didn't get a review code? Like, damn that. You want a review game? Go buy it if you don't get a review code. Like, a review code is a, is a privilege. It's a gift. You don't, nobody owes you that. I don't care if you're a journalist. And, like, some people might beef about that. Like, oh, we didn't get a review code. So, you know, we're, we're going to be extra harsh on game, yeah. You know, and, and a lot of that, what I learned is that any reviewer that gets tight about not getting a review code, it's because now that reviewer is under crunch because they got to now push out a review without having enough advanced time to, you know, prep their work. And I get it. Like having the crunch for any kind of job sucks because you got all this unneeded anxiety and stress and your boss is on your ass. But like, yo, that's not the game's problem. That's not the developer nor the publisher's problem. That's a you problem. You need to tell your boss to back off or you need to get the stick up out your ass and stop being so like anxious about getting this review out you like just do you if if you get the review out bet but if you can't like don't don't be pissed at the game about that but i don't know like i see so many reviews that like don't match my perspective you know like i don't know what like burger king sneak king game got for the 360 but i'm sure like people <laughs> consider that like a trash video game bro that's like my that's my number one stealth game of all time son like, <laughs> I like this, this guy already. The stealth mechanics in that game, yo, I don't care if I'm sneaking up on you to feed you a Whopper. Yo, that game was hard. And when I got all the achievements in that game, there was one one level that was like mega bullshit. You had to get so perfect the timing to get like the achievement for that. You know, for the it was like time based. Like you had, it was like you had to do a speed run for the whole game. There was one level that you had literally a margin of error of like half a second, so okay. you couldn't fuck up for the whole level. And like you know, some people look at that game, they probably consider it like a throwaway. And I look at it as like, look, Burger King probably underpaid some developer to put out this game. Yep. And 
just based on, you know, like this is a damn marketing thing. That was a great game to play. It didn't make me want to buy no Whoppers, but you know, <laughs> you know, like it was a great game for what it was. But I didn't look like I was Super telling you the stealth mechanics in that game. They're off not, the chain. No, I love they're not any look. other stealth game you play. None of those. Like, Maybe maybe a few things in that game are in the other games, but no other game plays like that. Bro, Look, I was sweating playing that game. Let me say this. Game. you got to put this dude in the real Otaku Gamer Hall of Fame for <laughs> coming up with Sneak King reference, first of all, from 360 Days, <laughs> which was phenomenal. The dude's a serious gamer. And then, and then Ninja Gaiden was one of the hardest games on the NES. The fact that this guy beat him and he played all three of them, my hat's off. I never beat none of the Ninja Gaiden games. They were just too freaking hard for me. But I'll oh, say this. You, <laughs> he is a serious gamer. This isn't like a dude that's like, okay, I'm just going to play whatever game of the week. He's right. finding those unhidden gems that nobody else wants to touch. And, yeah. he, you know, and you get rewarded for that. That's why I and, said and I'll play any objective. If you're going to stick with it or you're just going to bail out when you're getting your butt kicked in the game. and I'll make jokes and I'll say like, oh, you know, I'll never play like My Pony and Me or, you know, one of those kind of like Barbie or something like that. I'll play it because you, like, you never you know. Yeah. You really never know. Some developer hey, might be showing off their chops in some sleeper game. That's why the, the Barbie, there's like three Barbie games. They're for Game Boy Advance. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> they, are ma- they are made by Way Forward. Oh, way oh, forward, they get much less. They're made, they, they are made by way, way forward, forward, and I already knew. And they are yeah, actually kind of rare. They made the Shante games, right? Yeah, yeah. They're you know, made by know. way forward, and nobody like nobody talks about that. But I'm like, these games are made by way forward. What are you talking about? These are awesome. Are these like Barbie Metroid like games? No, they're like. Um, I mean, look, I'd look about <laughs> way yeah, forward is really good about making like Metroid like. They are really crazy. Um, Yo, you want to know what game I would highly recommend to some? I think it's a GBA game or it might have been a DS game. I think it's an OG DS game. Um, Way Forward had made while they were still, you know, kind of underground. Um, and uh, it was an Aliens game. Yeah. That game, yo, imagine like, like kind of like scary horror kind combined with Metroid. That shit was dope. Because like you could, your character, like, you 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 have to select like a team that you could choose from, kind of like Maniac Mansion for the NES, and you can only control like one at a time. And if your character, if that character dies, let's say that was like a heavy weapons kind of character, and that character dies, you're fucked because now you had to re-strategize your your whole how you want to tackle the level without this character. And it was kind of like it was almost like roguelike because once that character dies, that he ain't coming back. So right. are you loading your save? Like, what are you, are you moving forward? And, like, you'll, con- you'll constantly get replenished with, like, new characters. But I think there's a limit. I think there's a game over where, like, all, if all your people die. Because it was like an Aliens and Colonial Marines kind of thing. Um, yo, and, and speaking of that, I even played fucking Randy Pitchford, you stupid motherfucker. Yo, I played Colonial <laughs> Marines on the PS3. And I got to say, that game was trash, but I wouldn't give it like a one or a two. That game was easily a six. It was it was it was fair. I would put it right in the middle. It was a complete game. It had bugs, but like there was nothing game breaking for me. I don't know if it was because of patches or whatever, but like I was able to get all the trophies and complete it all. And actually, when I played it in co-op with my boy, we treated it as, you know, like, all right, we about to get into something kind of garbage. But we had a lot of fun. We walked into the situation with that awareness and we were able to have fun out of that. And that's the whole point of video games is having fun. But I did want to say something because 
because James, you kind of you kind of caught me. You said something about the reviewer is not a real gamer. We got to be so careful. We got to be better than that. Well, no, I mean, the thing about it is like some reviewers, like no, no, I, I okay, like, like some news outlets will have a tech guy. Like here, like there's a tech. Guy. Oh, no doubt. Like my my no. ex. My but ex tech, has done writing guy, for like tech it, radar and stuff. She yeah, ain't the a tech, tech guy person. only. Like there's a guy who had a, had a review a game and he taught he called me when it was like, hey man, um, how do I review review a game? I'm like, what are you talking about? He said, no man, I usually review tech or you know somebody that sends me a, a blender or something. I got to review it. I'm like, I've never reviewed a game before. I said, have you reviewed a movie? He goes, yeah. I said, take the same principles. Exactly. He went, oh, okay, okay. And he said, I'm gonna send you the review. I was like, okay. And he sent it to me. I was like. Did you even did you you played this game right? He goes, well, I played it for like a couple hours. I'm like, no, you gotta play longer than that. That's he one goes, requirement. I'm not a gamer. I'm like, dude, you gotta you gotta be in it. You gotta be in yeah. it. I said, send me the game. I'll review it for you. And I'll I say that for you. any reviewer, one requirement, me as a reader, that I want from you as a reviewer, play the whole game. I don't care if you play it on easy. I don't care if you play it on like spectator god mode. You don't have to play the game. The whole game. Just Play it for more than two hours. Get no, I would say if somebody's game. pushing out like a full review, if they're doing a preview, that's okay. They play play as much right. as you want. Yeah. But if you're doing a full review, then I think it's only fair you see the thing beginning to end. Even if you only get one ending and there's multiple endings, fine, I'll I'll take that. But if you're going to review the whole game, you got to see it beginning to end. You never know. There might be something in the game where where like you know half of the game is probably like a six or a seven, but then something smack you in the head, like three quarters of the way through the game. And you're like, Oh shit, this game is actually really dope. You wouldn't have got there if you didn't commit to the game. So I think as a reviewer, I I think I would require them to have played through the whole game or at least put a disclaimer up top. I didn't play through the whole game. I played X amount of time, whatever, you know, that's okay. Cause I mean, cause we got into a big debate about this years ago about, well, reviewers have to beat the game. I said, no, you don't have to beat the game. It's a game. It's not a movie. You know, some, some movies games, movies are complete. Really different though. I yeah. think games are the same way though. Yeah, I mean, it's oh, like no. but you don't have to you don't have to com- beat the game completely to give your give your thoughts about the game because that's all the reviewer it, the review is is hey this is what I like about it this game is good you should pick it up. Also, you know, also some games you know some games Andre when you play the game you find that like. You're repeating the same, you know, little like thing a thousand times, right. and you're like, "Well, this is only like realistically, what is, <laughs> what else are we gonna do here? It's just gonna be the same kind of like, you know, feedback loop of like, oh, I did it, oh, I did it, oh, I did it, oh. So then, you know, if, you know, you gotta like try and think about it, and try and give it some credence, try you know, go through and do yeah. it a few times. But there are some games that you can, if you're reviewing, you know, you literally just like go through it a few times and you're like. Okay, this is what the game is. Like, there's I literally can see nothing. That. I can see that for like a puzzle game or a roguelike, but for me, I feel like you never know. I, I can't think of any games off the top of my head, but you never know if like a game is a certain way. But then, if you unlock New Game Plus, does that completely change the shape of the game? Because now you can go in with you know a whole different build see, set that's and the stuff thing, like that. That's the thing about games is. Oh, go ahead, jump in, Mel. Go ahead, Mel. Go ahead, Mel. No, I was just going to say, that's why earlier, before you got on, Shad, I was talking about Horizon, that these are my impressions, because I've only played like three hours of the game, so I'm like, it's not a review, but this is what I feel about what I've played so far. So to me, if you haven't beaten the game, that's an impression. 
You really yeah, can't give if a that's, full as, review. As long as that's clarified, if I'm reading exactly. a review and they're saying, hey, here are my impressions based on what I've played, here's what I've played, I, I'm totally okay with that, 100%. Right. Because now you're giving me clarity, you're not, you're not being deceitful to me. Right. Exactly. And I think, I think what James' issue is, and I totally agree with James on this, some people don't consume that media. So they don't understand the loops yeah, or the mechanics in gaming versus a movie. Games that are is, different. That's what they're saying, Shadow. Games are going to be very repetitive. You're going to do the same things over and over again. You're going to have gopher missions that don't really have any context or sometimes no story behind it. It's just meaningless little things you have to do to accomplish the game, right? Or to get a trophy or an achievement or whatever. And I think journalists who don't play games, they look at this as like a tedious chore and, well, this is game-breaking for me. I hate this game because they can be doing the same thing over and over and over again. And yeah. that's where the defeatist attitude comes so in with context. people who are not gamers. Yeah. Well, that's what so here, here, here's something I want to I say to that. So I feel like if an outlet is reviewing a game, so this is something I think GamePro used to do it. The reviewer, um, whoever was reviewing it, or when they would have multiple people reviewing a game and it had different scores, the each each of the reviewers, whether it was Scary Larry or whoever, um, it would they would have a small list of like three or four games that they consider like their favorite games, so that you as a reader have an idea. Okay, these are the kind of games this guy likes to play or this girl likes to play, and this is their review based on their tastes. I think that's a good idea if outlets were doing that. To make it clear, like, you know, the right. reviewer is coming in with this kind of perspective or preference or experience, and this review is based on that. Like, if it was someone who only plays mobile games and they were reviewing Horizon, I think that's fine for them to do that. But it should be made clear that, hey, you know, I mostly only play mobile games, but I wanted to give it a shot. There's a lot and of hype around Horizon. And that's why I tell people when, they, when they're when they doing it, I, that's why I send, you know, before I used to send games out. Okay, you only play you only play role playing games. You have a sports game now. You do this sports game. You only play you only play sports games. You're doing this first person shooter. You only play puzzle games. You're doing this action game because I I like to get people out of their element so that they'll so that you get to learn how to review something not in your wheelhouse so that you can go okay now you can open your mind up a little bit and go okay now I can review multiple games. Now the well now what we're talking about when like when you know when you have to also look at the outlet and the person. So if this is the if this is the tech guy that works at a newspaper, you shouldn't trust his review for a video game. Yeah, like it if has, Wall Street Journal is reviewing that's Horizon. What I'm right. That's <laughs> yeah. what I was saying. Right. So, yes. right. But Not you just gotta be careful, James, because no, I know, I know. You, you I gotta know. be mindful of all the Cartmans out there. No, and I when know. you start using the same language they use, like, oh, that's not a real game. Like I think I say it in like a, a bad like, way, but yeah, yeah. I would, I'm I would, just saying, be careful with that because, like, no, the, yeah. the people out there on the internet, all these ass gatekeepers with anime, with video games, whatever, all these things that started niche and underground that are now blowing up to become mainstream. I feel like accessibility and like just acceptance as a community, like we got to do better than what the hell we doing now. So no, like I, I was just saying, I was just yeah, because like the other the normal people out there, they're like, oh, he's not a real game. Whatever, I mean, you about to catch a fist in your face right now? Am I booting your ass? Like, why are you talking like that? Why are you trying to exclude people and like separate yourself? Like, we all about including each other, bro. Like, yo, no, like if no, you punch, I get, yeah. punch, we both the, bleed um, red. So don't tell me that you know I ain't a real gamer or they ain't a real oh, gamer. I, trust me, Daddy, we, bar- 
we've already got it. I've already heard it a couple <laughs> times the past couple of months. I'm like, look, man, uh, you you don't know my life, man. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you don't know, dude. You can say, and I've heard it. I've heard it a bunch of times. It's like just just this week. Well, they're not they're not a real gamer, and I'm like, well, I mean, if you play games, if you play mobile games, you're a gamer. I don't like. I'm I'm personally getting sick of the whole, and I'm putting air quotes up, gamer thing going on now because a lot of these quote unquote gamers are what's messing up everything right now. And I'm like, what do you mean by that? It's like so, you only you play Fortnite. That's all you play. You're still a gamer. You're still a gamer. You're still a gamer, but you can't get out and get on. A platform, any platform. I don't care what. I don't care what the social media, whatever. You can't get a bit of. Well, you know, I am. I as a gamer, I said no, 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 no. No, if you don't play, if you play just one style of game, you're a gamer. True, I'm gonna give you that. You are. You are. You're not. A, you're not. I, well, I'll put it this way. I have a thing called. You're not a gamer. You're a person who plays games. There's a difference. See, I don't know if I want to do that either. Because like, there's a difference between know, like, a gamer and somebody who plays games. Now, I'm, I'm, play, well, I'm about. <laughs> You can play mobile games, and that's cool. I'm not tripping on mobile games. But you can't sit there and get into a gamer conversation about everything that's out there now. Well, you know what? I was playing my Switch. Well, I don't have a Switch. Okay, but you're not in this conversation. Well, let, let me let me say this. I think there's levels to it. I think there's right. levels. I think there's right. hardcore gamers like... To me, Shadow, from what he just told me about his gaming, I'm like, this dude's hardcore. If right. you're beating all the Ninja Gaiden games, you're beating a Burger King spinoff game, and you're finding a gym in that, oh, yeah, you're hardcore. Talking to Stark, I think he's pretty hardcore. I'm a casual, man. I just play games that, I, that looks good to me, and I'll play it, and I enjoy it. I do find some gems, like Hypercharge. I told you I found that. People shouldn't sleep on that. It's a great game. It looks like a kid game, but it's toy soldiers, and I'm like, the game is super fun. It was made by five indie people. So I do find gems, but to try to say I'm the same level of gaming as Shadow or Stark, I would be lying to people. I just pick up the games I like and I play those. But there's, like I said, like you said, there's different levels. To me, mobile gaming is probably at the lowest tier of it. It's a person playing Candy Crush or Tetris or whatever they're playing on their mobile device, and they're not playing. They're only playing because they have a few minutes in between appointments or their breaks or stuff like that or maybe pokemon go or something like that but well even if you're playing like the the latest unreal engine role-playing game on a mobile device that's fine too i I put them in the same category but i mean you could be a hardcore mobile gamer and that's cool but i mean you can't get into a general gamer conversation if you don't play multiple things like you I, th- know, I think you could. Here's I mean, you what can. I worry you about. can. You can. But I mean, it's like it's like it's like okay, we're gonna get into a car conversation, and I only I only mess with Fords. But you can't talk to somebody talking about Italian cars or BMWs because you only talk about Fords. Now we get into a Ford conversation. You're my man. <laughs> but if you're the regular, if you're talking about cars in general, the mechanics of engines, you know how to, how things work and how things run, you kind of limit it. So I think Andre is saying you don't have credibility. You're not in this. This ain't you, your I mean, fight. Oh, you, I, I definitely hear what all of y'all are saying. Like, I, like, it, it, is spit, it. it is what, Once it. I spit, you're gonna understand where I'm coming from, and I'm hoping oh, y'all will you. agree. Because uh, I'm, I'm gonna say it just like this: Once upon a time, black people were not human beings. They were not considered human beings, and then they wrong. Uh, but and then they were considered human beings, but. 
they were colored. Right. So they were still different. You know what I'm saying? And like, you know, for like, for video games and entertainment. So number one, the world, we're at the best place we've ever been as a society. And I hate that I have to get all like serious about it because here we are talking about video games and stuff. And right. you know, some people might hear this and roll their eyes, but we are in a very delicate state too because there's so much strife. Like we going into our video games to escape from all that nonsense right. from the world. And I feel like, you know, there's so many, like gaming is now at such a privileged point where you can help so many people enjoy their life just a little bit more from all the nonsense out there from the from the money they make or the shitty bosses or the family situations or whatever they're escaping from that i feel like it's it's too dangerous for for us to like try to differentiate each other because honestly i i put it like this if there was a situation where like all the gamers were on the street, you know, like like that old Mortal Kombat commercial the, for the first Mortal Monday. Right, right. Everybody's on the street running for Mortal Kombat. That's where we need to be as gamers, like where everybody's celebrating each other's shit. Because, yo, you never know. One day there might be an army of like cops or Proud Boys or some other shit. And who got your back? Only the people who feel you in some type of way. And you know what? If I had a mobile gamer on my side or someone who only played puzzle games, bet, I got you and you got me. Let's do this, you know, like, and that's, I, I feel like that's what we need to do. And a lot of us don't think about it in that way because, you know, it's deep, that's understandable. But, like, it's it's just like, I feel like the the more passionate you feel about gaming, right, if you consider yourself a hardcore gamer or even, mm -hmm. like, a strong gamer, a versatile gamer, whatever, then you now have a privilege and, you know, a choice to make that responsibility of like, all right, bet if there's someone who maybe because they're young, you know, like they just don't have, you know, the experience in their life. They haven't lived long enough to be right. around gaming long enough. Maybe they have an interest like you was talking about cars. Right. So right. imagine if you having a car conversation. Right. And you're like at an expo. Let's say you at the Javits Center. You you know, you at the auto right. show and there's some dude who loves cars. But the only experience he got is that he loves the way they look. And there's nobody right. has been around in his life to teach him about all these intricacies that really make car enthusiasm more exciting. Like, you know, what the hell torque means? What does horsepower mean? And like all these things. Right. But it's like when you start putting up barriers and gates and all this shit, you know, you never know what's going to happen to that person later. Maybe they give up the hobby. Maybe they just lose one more thing in their life that actually was giving them some sense of joy. You know what I'm saying? No, no, I'm I trying to that. be like the video game Batman here. You know, like, no, 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 I want no, I everybody to, no, like, I if you play saying. only Barbie games, bet, like, yo, I got you. Me and you, we can fuck. Like, yo, like, you know, we'll talk about gaming. You teach me about Barbie games and what you love about that, you know, and right. I can talk about all these other crazy things, no doubt. But like, no, that's what I was. That's what I was saying. It was like, yeah. I'm like, so you can you can be you can have that interest in whatever you. I mean, even in whatever the situation is, if you can only afford one console, if you only do mobile, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. But I mean, my thing is, if you want to get now, if you want to learn about it, all good. But you can't sit there and go, well, I'm an expert, blah 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 blah. No, you're not a gaming. Well, expert. think about it like this: a person, there's three things about knowledge. There's the stuff you know. There's the stuff you know you don't know. And then there's the stuff you don't know that you don't know. And so a lot of these people, they might play 15,000 hours of Fortnite. And because of that investment that they put of their life in that, they might feel like, yo, I'm a hardcore gamer. And that's valid. I consider that valid. Like they spent 
all of these hours? Who knows the kind of experiences that they've had with the friends, with randoms and all these different right. things? Like, I don't want to shut them out from that. Like, yo, I'm not knocking your life. You drop 15,000 hours in this game or whatever. Like, bet, let's, me and you, we can eat together. We can break bread together. Oh, no, yeah. No, yeah, that's what I'm, I'm not saying we can't, we can't all inter, inter, intermingle or whatever. I'm not saying that. Yeah. I'm just saying, but you can't, I don't, I don't think you can, you can hold court talking about, well, well you know, like, people Fortnite. are going to make and mistakes. I, and I get that. No, I get it. Yeah, I get it. I mean, I'm like, you I'm just like, got to understand, Dre, people are going to make mistakes, especially when they're younger. You got to oh, also yeah. remember, too, like, you know, back in the day when we was kids, we was talking about like, oh, Optimus is better, or the the Autobots right. is better. Fuck the Decepticons, yo! Like kids were fighting or, the schoolyard over or, there. <laughs> or you know, Gobots versus Transformers, or right? Whatever. Right? Like, like I, I don't wish know. I could well, go I back. I'm in team time. Transformers, by the way. I but, wish you know, I could go back in time and and apologize to all the Gobots kids out there that I <laughs> gave trouble when I was a kid. But that's what I'm saying. Like, if yeah. you talk to someone on social media and they coming out their face. Let's say they being real nasty or whatever. You don't know like why why it is that they they're coming that way. So I feel like maybe it's just because I'm too much of a diplomat, but I don't know. In my experience, especially with kids, like they're always going to go gung-ho and they're always going to go hard on something and passionate because number one, kids don't have the brain development to be emotionally responsible. Um so they're always going to be coming out like super intense and just raw emotion, raw energy. But if you all of a sudden try to slap them, you know, like they haven't learned anything. All they've learned is like, all right, there's people out there who's going to try to slap me. And it just creates this like bitterness. They don't need that. I feel like yeah. if you just leave the conversation open, like, yo, like you feel real strongly about this, whatever. Like, you know, have you thought about, you know, X, Y? I feel like if you just if you have just a little bit of acceptance, just like a splash of that shit, it just it, it, it you could totally blow somebody's mind who thought. Right. Oh, I'm this hardcore gamer, whatever. But oh, yeah, I yeah. never heard about the Sega Saturn. I don't know. Like, so no, did, did, you go, did you go? Wait a minute. You haven't started. Yeah, I got, I got, I got my, my boy. My boy G. Mm-hmm. He's a he's a Twitch streamer. He is a Sega Genesis dude. Right. He is a Sega Genesis dude. Right. So the other day, uh, he plays a lot of retro stuff. So the other uh, day he was on. He was playing Super Mario World. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I'll, you know, highlight my boy. You know, hey, what's up? Man? What's up? Man? Oh, what's up, Taku? What's up, man? What's up? And he was like, he was playing it. And I'm like. Oh, you having trouble with this? Oh man, you need to go here, here. He goes, he goes, dude. I've never played Mar- Super Mario World before. And I was like, wait, what? Wow. He went, no, I've never played because I was, a, I was a Sega Genesis kid. I said, I get that, I get yeah, that. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. But that's the thing, though. And I'm not gonna knock. You. I'm not gonna knock. I don't knock you for liking whatever you like. But I mean, he doesn't consider he he's a it's a retro guy. So I'm like, you never played Nintendo. I was like, okay, I get it. And that's the thing. Once you once I know that you've never. You never wait. You never played this. He goes. You go. You go because oh, because of such and such and such and such. Oh, okay. I get that. Okay, that's cool. But I'm not going. You just got to remember that phrase. Yeah. You know, you're either gonna die a hero or live long enough to be the villain. You we you we gotta smash that shit down. You could stay the hero and live that way. It's just gonna take a lot more work. That's what oh, yeah. right. Right. Like right. you always got to keep yourself in check because the line between. Being a decent person and being a Cartman is actually a lot thinner than people think. And, you know, we just got to make sure, you know, we're not going to be Cartmans about anything. Because we may not realize in those moments that we we on the verge of becoming Cartman. Like, you know, you know like, oh, Cartman's, we is our, Cartman's is our term for uh, fanboys, um, um, trolls, haters, trolls, especially haters. ones that like yeah. hate on women who play games and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, like talk about um, her beard on her right. Those are Cartmans. 
Yeah, we that there. Yeah, that's 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 our term. We came up with. Yeah. yeah just, so any tweet so that whatever they some, put out, whatever somebody whatever, says like, that I hit up going, hey man, hey. I, I hate it. Yeah, yeah. Hey, look at your beard. <laughs> you know, like that. Here that's what guys. I see in my yeah, head. Yeah, that's what happens. Here you guys. Here you guys. Here you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Who's doing this? That's what they sound like. Is that Shadow making the impersonation? That was me. It sounds. It sounds like that. That's pretty good. When I hear them, I can't believe you got the beard. Oh my god. That's that. It sounds like Cartman to me. And I see a little Cartman when I hear it. When I, I'm like, right. yeah, they, they, they look like Cartman. Yeah, I think people waste time on the wrong things they focus on. Instead oh, of just so enjoying much. what you enjoy, let people enjoy what they enjoy. Right. Like like I, I, I got told them at the outset, I'm an Xbox dude, but I can still appreciate what Horizon is. It's a game I wish it was on Xbox. Yeah. But, hey, I'm a realist. I got a PS5 First one's on also. PC. So I'm, gonna, I'm going to – oh, it'll be on PC eventually. Yep. Uh, eventually, yeah. But uh, I can appreciate games. I have a Switch. I have an Xbox. I appreciate every platform. So Shout out to Xbox, man. My, my OG so, and my 360. We, we're going to switch over oh, to yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, when I go say RIP yet because I still think Nintendo's going to change their mind about this because I, cause Sony did, and it was kind of funny how they did it. But anyway. Uh, Let the, me just say one more thing, Dre, because this is like really nice story. I was on YouTube yesterday. Oh, yeah, you had a FedEx story, right? Well, I got that, too, but we could get into that in a, in a minute. But, but really, this is what I wanted to share, just because we were just talking about this subject. So, like, I, I'll often, you know, I'll watch old TV shows or listen to old school hip-hop or any old music, whatever. And, like, so yesterday I was watching a long play of the Shinobi arcade game. Oh, and yeah. I was, you know, reading the comments. That's a, a lot of what I do is I read these comments to see, like, what human beings are doing. Up. And, like, there was a kid who was like, man, I'm too young. I didn't I don't I don't have nostalgia for this game. But the way this guy is playing it, like he's not even throwing ninja stars. This is great. I want to try this game out. Oh, it's on the switch. Hell yeah. I'm gonna buy it right now. You know, like that's I love seeing that shit when these kids getting in them. That. And equally, you know, I have never played Fortnite in my life. If I had someone in my life that, like, you know, wanted to play with me and teach me how to play and stuff like that, that would be dope. I'm happy to learn it. And Fortnite is a game I have definitely shit on in the past because there's a lot of things I didn't like about it. But honestly, it's like if you like something and 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 you want to share that joy with me, I'm always going to be there. I always got your back with that. It's yeah, the same I, thing. I, I agree, Shadow. The don't hate, appreciate, right? Exactly. Right, right, right. Exactly. right. We got to big each other up. There's not enough of that. Yeah, it's not. I get you you want my FedEx story, or you did you want to go on? Uh, oh, we'll just talk about the eShop real quick, because uh, hell yeah. So Let's talk yeah, about they're the closing e it down. Okay, so March 2023 is when they're supposedly the end of the eShop on the 3DS and the Wii U. Which is um, bad, because that's so much stuff. I don't losing it. I don't want to lose that stuff. This is my thing. You're not the thing is this is what people don't understand. You're not losing anything. You're just losing the ability to purchase new things. Everything you this already so have crazy. everything you already have, you can still play. But I somebody did that somebody got on got online the other day, was like, Well, I can't believe they're doing this. I'm like, dude, when was the last time you bought a three DS game? Honestly, when was the last time you bought a three DS game? I posted the Black Friday Atlas Sega sale on Twitter. And because I just looked at my 3DS and went, oh, my God, dude, like 90 percent of all Sega Atlas games on 3DS were like up to like 70 percent off. You had like forty dollar 
Atlas RPGs that were like seven ninety nine, and I was like, you gotta get on here and get this stuff. This stuff is amazing. I even hit my boy that works at Atlas. I said, dude, why is nobody why is nobody talking about this? He goes, dude, I don't know. I've been posting it. We've been I've been posting it. Nobody bought anything. There was dude. I scrolled through the whole thing. There was every every Persona game, every Sega, every great RPG that Atlas ever put out on the 3DS was on sale and it was like a fire sale and nobody bought anything and I'm post I'm I'm like but you didn't even buy anything so now that it's and then they're, like, and then, oh, they're talking about the, I can't believe they put you on the Wii U I said dude you don't even have a Wii U what are you talking about so well, I, 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 I picked up one last week I'm like <laughs> okay but you picked it up last week You've had ten. You've had you've had five, eight years to play this stuff, and you didn't play it at all. And people hated on the Wii U so bad. I'm like, now you now you concerned all of a sudden? Like, shut up. I only have one thing to say about that. I have two Wii U's, and I plan on buying more for like spare parts and stuff down the line. Um, when Nintendo announced they were closing the Wii Shop channel, I took my Wii, and I took both my Wii U's. And I hacked the shit out of them. Right. I made sure I ripped all my Wii games, all my Wii U games, everything. One of my Wii U's has is basically it connects to uh, like an external hard drive. Right. And I got my whole Wii and Wii U library, my my GBA, NES, SNES, all my ROMs and everything like that. Boom. That's what I use for that. So that was back when the the Wii Shop channel was closing right. down because. Right. This was just inevitable. So when they announced it, I was like, okay, cool. I expected this however many years ago that, that announcement was for the Wii Shop channel. I am not surprised. This is the nature of things. Right. I'm just like, it's, it's, I'm like, it's but, sad. So, it's sad it's, for what it is, but it's not a surprise. It's sad, no. but you have a year. You have a year. You can buy everything you, you want have a right year, now. Yeah. You have a year to buy a Wii U. Or a backup Wii U. And, and, and or a fill it up. Wii U. Good stuff. Well, I'm going to tell you, I'm I have tell like you what it is. I have like 3DSs. I'm not worried about it at all. I'm going to go through, get the stuff I want to get now. There's going to be a there's gonna be a bundle that I, just like with the Wii, I have I have a bundle. Uh, yes, I know this is piracy, whatever. But I have a bundle that I bought. I downloaded all the Wii U, all the Wii U Wii eShop stuff. All of it. And I just so want to clarify, all the games that I have on my hacked consoles... I actually own those games too. I do too. Right. We just want to clarify that. I, I, have, I have all. I have all. I can show you if you look through my Twitter. You can see all my pictures of all the games I have. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And but I'm. Mean, I'm gonna say that I'm gonna tell you why this happens. It's FOMO, bro. FOMO yeah, right. is yeah, the biggest. Yeah. It's the biggest psychological influence yep. in in gaming. Like yep. limited run games, like that company and that whole like genre of business is specifically psychologically designed to feed off of FOMO. It's it's yep. the sickest thing because, like, people have legit FOMO, myself included, you know, like trying to go back and get extra copies of consoles and games and stuff like that because shit rots, it breaks, it goes down, like, and that's just inevitability. Like, we're all, like, trying to fight entropy here. It's the craziest thing. But, like, yeah. there's always going to be outrage. Let me ask you a question. Dre, think of a... First generation amiibo that you can't get at a retail store right now. I got I got all of them. Yeah, well, just uh, name it, one. Just oh, name yeah. one. Well, we we uh, we fit trainer. So we fit trainer. Imagine if Nintendo announced 
at whatever point in time, okay, we're going to discontinue the WeFit trainer in a year. People would be outraged, right? But what did they instead do? They didn't announce it. They just stopped making it. So uh, Nintendo did everybody a favor, giving everybody a heads up of a year. Yeah, especially a year. A year out. Right. That's, 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 yeah, that's yeah. a good amount of time. They could have just as easily said, oh, it's closed. And like, or well, not even have said today. anything. That would have yeah, been. Now, if they would have pulled it, if they would have pulled it without giving it time, that would have been a that would have been a complete disaster. But I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you, I feel they like if, it, if, I feel like if they would have closed the eShop for 3DS and Wii U, I don't think anybody would have noticed for like a good month or yep. two. I, I trust. Nobody me. is playing that shit, bro. That's the thing, though. Nobody's playing it. But well, nobody's that, going on eShop. The Even people if that are the 3DS, oh, I play my 3DS. I play my Wii U. I yeah, I do there, too. When's I the last time I went off. on the eShop? I don't. I couldn't tell you how many years ago. I was on there. I was on there today, actually. <laughs> but I was on there like oh. I was on there like three weeks ago before they announced all this stuff. Because I'm like, man, let me see what game I, what games I'm missing. Right, right. But because I can't right, find. You know, you a unicorn. Not many right. people are like you. Right. But I'm saying though. But but all it would all it would have taken all it would have taken was one person. Yep. To go. And hey, it would man. have been in like hey, Brazil hey, or the they Philippines. Shut down the, they shut down the 3DS. They, they shut down the eShop for 3DS. What? Yeah, a month ago. What? And yeah. people would have lost. People would have lost their minds. They would have yeah, insanely out. destroyed it. The even because the, people think, and this is what's terrible about not terrible. It's just crazy about how many people think now. They think that this stuff is not going anywhere. I well, said, I said the I game. Don't, I don't. Sells, I don't, the I don't blame them for that. Going yeah, I don't, I don't blame them for that. Based on their age and, and like the kind of business that they're exposed around. So like me and you, we like collecting physical games because at the time of our lives when our minds could easily have been shaped, there was no such thing as digital games. You had to buy it. You got to go to Toys R Us, grab a ticket, go pick up your Atari cartridge or whatever. That's how it worked. But like now you got people for like at least since the year 2000. So for the last 22 years, right, where yep. they had the ability now and a lot of marketing and a lot of the way the business has been structured has been designed to try to pull people away from buying physical. Right. So now this is, here's what you get for being in that mindset of like, I'm only buying digital games. Why would I want physical? I ain't got room for that. Oh, look at these digital prices. Yeah, I'm going to buy digital only this and that, da, 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 da. And, and it's like, okay, I then you're going to lose your shit too eventually. That's the problem I have with digital. You, I mean, with digital, I mean, you know, I mean, Mel, you know about this. Even with Xbox and stuff, you don't get, you don't own these games. Mm-hmm. No, I mean the Game Pass stuff. It's it's purely digital. It's the Netflix. No, I mean even if I you mean, buy stuff on Xbox Live, sometimes no, they because the license, stuff. if the license ever expires, then it's delisted. You can't. No, like I tell people now, said if you don't now if you don't buy the games and install them on your system and leave them there, mm-hmm. then you can play them whenever you want. As long as you can hook up to the internet, as long as, you know, even if the servers go down, if the game is, if the game is just, you know, you have to get online for the, for the system to, wear, to recognize it or whatever, and then it's in the console, you can play whatever you want for mm-hmm. 10 years from now if you want to. I lost yeah. a lot of PS3 games that way because I had like the X-Men arcade game on PS3. Yep. I had a Voltron game, which was actually pretty cool. It's no longer available. Wait, they took expired. those off of your download library? Well, yeah, no. you can't re-download them. Yeah, well, you, don't have, you, don't have your, you don't have them on your system. Yeah. What about Scott Pilgrim? Oh, it's gone. Well, they, they did, did the remake recently. The remake is out. But it's well, no, I'm game. talking about the PS3 version of Scott Pilgrim. I think game. that's gone. 
It's gone. Wow. It's a different game. I mean, I have, have all of them installed on a couple of PS3s. No, I just didn't realize that they took them from the download library, yeah, too. Right. Yeah. If you have them installed, you're good. Wow. Like, I had the Simpsons arcade game. I had so many games on my PS3, dude. Like, yeah. Just like 10, you know, 10 years people, ago, whatever. Yeah. I tell people now, man, I, I'm, I mean, I have three PS3s. I have hard drives hooked up to both of them. I, I'm not losing nothing. Yeah, so I have, I have 26 PS3s now. 26? Um, yeah. Yeah, 26 PS3s. These Blu-ray drives are no joke. Um, uh, cause I constantly, like, I have maybe of those three or four of them, the Blu-ray drive doesn't work anymore. Um, okay. So that's why, so those are like my digital only consoles. And then, you know, the rest of them, you know, I could interchange whatever. I have two of them that are my quote unquote paranoid PS3s. What does that mean? All the installation files for yeah. PSP games, Vita games, like all of that, like, cause you used to have to download an installation file. And then you have to click the installation file on the, on the cross media bar. Right. And it would install the game at that point on your console. And then it would ask you, do you want to delete the installation file? No. I kept all of them. And there's some like rare shit on there. Like there's some like Batman comic. That like yeah. PS Plus had given out at one point. I still yeah. got that on there. Like yeah. all of these like raw original files, those are on my paranoid PS3s. Because yeah. I'm just waiting for the day when I got a nice weekend and I can go in and reverse engineer all this shit and like be able to put these like on a PC or something. I'm waiting for there to be like a good PS3 emulator. Because then I can yeah. take all this raw data and like, you know, keep it longevity. Well, I've had to do that with my PSP stuff because I can't. I don't have a router that will work with my PSP now, so I have to get everything on off my PS3 to. Oh shit! Because you probably only have like Wi-Fi six, and the PSP only does like Wi-Fi B. Right. (laughs) Yeah, it's weird. I have to go find a. Yeah, I'm actually looking for. I have to have a router. I think I have a router coming in in next next week that'll actually work on it, Mm -hmm. so I can actually download my stuff. I can actually get back on the. Don't keep that router always online though, man. Oh no 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 no. Once I once I once I use it to. Mm-hmm. Get my stuff. I'm turning it off. But um, but you yeah. could also um, uh, plug USB from PSP to like your PS3. Yeah, that's what I, I do that too. But sometimes that doesn't work either. Mm. Sometimes my biggest just, worry about the PSP are those um, UMD drives. That's the, those that's things why, are that's fragile why, as hell. That's why I have a back. I have a, I bought a, I bought a PSP 2000 on Facebook uh, the other day. I bought a red one. Uh, I forgot how light those things were. Yeah, I had to because my one my one thousand sounds like I'm starting trying to start a car. Right, right. That oxidation, man. My my original. So my first three sixty was a black three sixty elite. It makes a grinding sound, and when I took it apart, the motors that that move that spin the drive, they basically got rusted. They got oxidized, and I've stored this thing great. It's just that's that's planet Earth, bro. That's what oxygen does to things. Yep. It does it to apples, bananas. It does it to you, your skin. It right. do it to your PSP. And so, like, this is something I wanted to say about the whole digital stuff, too. My biggest beef about digital is there is no reason for there to be a finite number of things on digital. The whole point of digital is that you now have an infinite option. Right. Whereas with physical, you are restricted to the physical life of that thing, whether it rusts or dies or, you know, like, whatever. Like, the, the disrot, whatever. Yeah. 
Yeah, disc rot, VHS, you know, like the VHS tapes that'll demagnetize, all of that stuff. Like, that's real. But when you have digital, like, that's the craziest thing to me is that just because of, like, you know, the, I I don't want to, I don't want to say capitalism, but yeah, technically capitalism, it's the way business is designed or whatever that, like, there's, like, this false scarcity of shit. It, it, It shouldn't be that way. It just, all it requires is that there should be some servers up. Um, well, it's like um, with the we were talking about. I was talking about the limited run thing. Mm-hmm. Like you know, they they capitalize on the fact that digital is not really forever. Right, right, and that's sad because digital should have been like the salvation of entertainment. Whereas you, you could always be able to get something forever, but licensing and all that crap, you know, all that stuff. But, they yeah. really need to update like copyright laws. Well, a lot of companies don't even bother. They're like Marvel just decided to let to let all the Capcom stuff just go away, so now yeah. you can't download half the stuff again. Um, basically, you know, if you want to, if you want the Wii U stuff, 3DS stuff, just go out and get, go get it. it. Go get it. You got a year. Go get it. I mean, yeah. I just hear I heard on this Wii U talk, and I'm like, so now people are worried about the Wii U. Where were they when the Wii Shop channel went down? This is what I'm talking about. This is what I'm talking about. It's just like I don't understand. I mean, where were you get? I don't. I don't think. I don't. I was like, okay, you didn't have a Wii. You didn't think it was popular. You didn't have the money. And now, now you got it. Yeah. Right. So now you can get it. You can get a Wii U. Uh, like, well, not I, now. So, so you know how they they release that thing that tells you like this? It's the site that tells you how many you know hours you played Wii U or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I played, you know, 4,000 hours of 3DS, you know, over the course of, like, the time. And like I played... 311 or something? Yeah, I played, like, 600 hours of, of Wii U, and 300 of it was Hulu Plus. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> God damn. It was wow. 300 hours of Hulu fucking Plus on my Wii U. I was like, wow. Oh, wow. I played so little. It was like, I think it's, it was like, it was like, uh, I think, like, the other game was like, it was like Hulu, and then it was like, I don't even remember, I was just like, what was it? Um, Arkham, maybe it was something. It was some, yeah. like it was something Mine. really. Small. I was just like, oh, Mine yeah, was Arkham gonna... Origins. Cool. And, and it was uh, it was uh, Mario Kart, Arkham Origins, and Breath of the Wild. But yeah, I think I'm gonna I, give it a shout out. Weird because I played way more hours of other games than that. I'm like, where did they get this data from? I mean, you know, I've had my stuff connected I, forever. I but. Yeah, I don't know. There's a there's a group out there actually. That is recreating and rebuilding PlayStation Home based on raw data from, you know, consoles like my PS3s that still have PS Home on there, um, which I think is really cool. So I love the homebrew and the hacker space because they, they end up trying to resurrect some of these old things. And, you know, that's that's what we need. Um, I want to give a shout out to Xbox, though, because in the big picture of things, the way everything is right now, that Xbox backwards compatibility like, I played maybe 30 hours of my Xbox One. I just played Crackdown 3. Um, I love that. And then, you know, my Series X. I'm getting a Series X. Half of the reason I'm getting it is that backwards compatibility. Well, my old discs still have purpose. Right. I mean, I still have all my, I have still have all my consoles, but my, my friend did the same thing. She was like, I don't understand why people are hating on the S. I'm like, I, I, I don't, I'm thinking about it. I don't get I don't get the hate for the S. I mean, the only reason the only reason I want an X is because I have all I have like 
80, 80, 90 Xbox One games. Like, I don't have any Xbox she goes, games. And she goes, well, I play them on my Xbox One. I said, yeah, me too. I don't really, if I get an X, if I get an X, I really don't need an Xbox at all, because I can still play on everything on my S, but I said, I don't really, I don't really need one, but I want an Xbox One X, I mean, uh, Xbox Series X, because I have my physical games. And I said, because there's not really any specific Xbox Series X physical games out there. Not Halo really. Grappling Hook! I can get that, oh yeah, but I mean, but it's, it works on Xbox One S too. Oh, 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 right. I see what you're saying. It's not a X console versus exclusive. S. It's not that. a console exclusive. So right. she's like, the S is like, it, people are hating on it. She goes, I don't understand the hate. I'm like, it's a, it's a great machine. I said, it is a great machine. I just do, I just can't do all digital. I have to have some physical media. So I'm so like, also the, um, aren't the graphics different on the S, like the resolution and frame rates and stuff? It's a little bit, yeah, a little bit different. Yeah. All right, guys, I'm, uh, gonna head, head out. Oh, that's right. You gotta go to work, don't you? No, I'm going to, um... You're going to party. It's guys' night. Oh. I'm going to hang out all night and play video games and drink and, uh... What, what are y'all going to play? Uh, I don't know. Um, we'll probably play party stuff. We'll just, we'll, maybe some Smash. Um, okay. last year we did, we played, what was it? Um, Jackbox. It's like this, like... Oh, like, yeah. Like a I love comedy that. show, you know? Jackbox you do, like, a comedy awesome, show. Dude. No, no, but you Jackbox do this comedy show, and you, and you, like, all have to say, like, jokes. And we were all really wasted. It was, like, at, like, 1 a.m., and we were all, like, super drunk. So it was like we need to do this earlier in the night. Then like drunk gamers. Uh, yeah, if you if you guys want to do some more recording tomorrow, um, I'll be around. I'm just okay. gonna go. Okay. Um. All right. So you shout out. So you shout out to all that. Got any shout yeah, outs? Shout out to all the gamers out there, everyone. Uh, thanks to Mel for joining us. Uh, you're welcome anytime, Mel. Yeah. Uh, thanks, man. Appreciate it. No problem. Okay. Yeah. You got a you got an open day policy since day one, brother. Yeah. 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 Um. Much love Have to you fun all. tonight, James. Yeah, I I will. And uh, Shadow, remember you can come. You can come one year. It'd be funny if you and Andre were here. Like, they'd be like, Oh my god, that would, that would <laughs> we'd both be like the Danny Glover school. They're like, Oh my gosh, yeah, two black dudes, James. Yeah. But we kind of need that because if y'all are drunk and wasted and doing dumb yeah. shit, and me and me and Dre are actually gonna play some real games. <laughs> I'm just gonna move. I'm gonna move them to okay. a different room. Right, right. Right. Yeah, on me. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna go head out. Yeah, go over here and play this. All right, man. See you later, James. All right, take it easy. <laughs> but yeah man um it's crazy it's i, I mean i did we you think i'm like but i'm like we're t- and then of course you know i was on i was on my i shout out to tony and the guys at the throwdown they were talking about the nintendo direct and of course they had to go in on nintendo like no other about the the shop no they just went off but no they weren't even talking about the shop they did it for a second but they were just talking about the weed they just they can't stand the switch a lot of them a lot of the guys play Switch, but some of them just, they can't stand the Switch. They think the Switch is just garbage. What? Like, just trash. They just think it's trash. Because it's not technically on par with the, with the PS4, Man, with PS5. Oh, no, it's just this, this, this how they When are. I gotta go to the bathroom, oh, no, no, Animal no, Crossing goes on. No, no, My no, PS5 the, ain't going on. No, that's the thing. They're, they're, a lot of the guys were defending it because the portability of the games yeah. and i'm like that's fine i get that but they were talking there they were basically like and, I, and that's not it's not, it's not just them i have a lot of friends who they either the switch is their first nintendo console since either n64 or super nintendo they didn't even get in a gamecube at all or none of that i'm like well that's the problem you didn't get into any of that stuff you're talking about how how inferior it was i said this is the problem and I say this all the time. I said when the GameCube 
was on par or better in a lot of the cases with Xbox and PlayStation. It was nobody better than bought the PS2. It. Nobody bought it because it had that ATI graphics card. It was yeah. much better than the PS2. Much better. You than can PS2. easily compare Resident Evil 4 on GameCube versus PS2. Oh, definitely, definitely. So definitely. much better on the GameCube. So I mean, actually, if you really want to get into it, you can do Code Veronica from Dreamcast yep. to GameCube to PS2, and yep. you're like, the GameCube version still outshines the PS2. Yep. But I'm like, I said, but at the time, Nintendo was competing with everybody else, and nobody cared. That's when they went, we got to do something different. Right. And a lot of people just don't get it. That they stop prioritizing hardware. It's not they don't they're they're, they're always a, a, a you know a level a, you know a generation behind or whatever. I was like, no, they're in their own lane. That's mm-hmm. what a lot of people don't get. I said Nintendo said I said, dude, you gonna sit there and tell me? And they're 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 actually like dissing Mario Kart Eight the the the, the uh, DLC. I'm like, I said, hold on a minute, you're getting a a complete game's worth of content to yeah, a on- ten to a ten year old game. Yeah, of course they're working on Mario, Mario, Mario Kart Nine. Come on now, everybody knows that. What I what I feel like, especially with this DLC announcement, you know, like how Call of Duty is like a platform itself now, right? Like Warzone and stuff. I feel like that's what Mario Kart Nine needs to be able to work with all. Of, like, I feel like now that they're remaking all these old levels and stuff, they should use that to to turn oh, Mario Kart into like a platform. No, that's in the same way. Those levels, those levels will be in Mario Kart Nine. Right, but like if you own them on Mario Kart Eight, you should be able to carry that over. Oh no, yeah, I mean they'll they'll be in the they'll be in the Mario Kart Nine game. All that DLC, those level, those those they work. That's what I was telling. I was telling my buddy. So I was like, our Nintendo's R and D department. Let me explain something to people. Nintendo's R and D department is the is they have like twenty five different R and D departments. They're the best in the world. Nintendo's R&D department does not play. When it comes to making stuff, they don't play. You can sit there and talk about PlayStation, Xbox, all you want to. Nintendo's R&D department, everybody bows down to them because they're always on top of stuff. You telling me you go sit there and tell me that a Wii U game is the highest selling game right now, and they're adding more content to it and making it better, and you hating on that? Come on, man. That's Everybody, crazy. you have, you, I mean, they just, they, just, they, just brought, they just brought at least another year or two, two years of life to a 10-year-old game. And I thought it was genius for them to make it free for people who have the expansion membership. Right. You just created more value for that program. But nobody says anything about the extra stuff added to GTA Five. Yeah. Which well, is also I mean, a... I got no nice it, words for GTA V. No, which, also, which is also a... 10 year old game mm-hmm. yeah how many consoles it's gonna release on <laughs> like exactly. i feel like i'm gonna have a ps9 and i'm gonna take my gta 5 right but that's what my, my point is i'm like <laughs> so you give mario kart a bunch of crap but you don't say nothing about gta but and the thing about this everybody who said that they're all buying gta 5 on the ps5 wait uh devil's advocate all of these dlcs for gta 5 aren't they free yeah well the mario kart isn't that paid yeah. So that is a difference. You gotta say that's, that. That's a difference, but I mean, it's still, you know, a 10 year old game. Yeah, I'm okay if a 10 year old game wants to keep well, making DLC. Well, no, yeah, most of the stuff is free, yeah, yeah. But that's, 
that's a third party publisher though. I mean, I, I yeah, you, ain't nobody gonna pay. I, I don't think it's Apple or Oranges. I think free DLC. If a game company wants to make DLC a hundred years later, go right ahead. As long right. as it's free. Right. I think Melvin wants to jump. Go ahead, man. Yeah, Tell I was just gonna jump in about the Mario Kart stuff, man. I I don't have a problem with it personally. I kind of agree with, uh, I don't know if it was a Shadow or you, Andre, that said, I feel like it should be a platform. And I yeah, kind of feel like that's where games are going anyway. You don't need yeah. all these multiple iterations. Just give us DLC every right. once in a while, like a Destiny. Just keep iterating on the game. Mario Kart is in a great place right now. Like you said, it's a 10-year-old game. Mario Kart 9 is probably going to come eventually, but I just don't feel like we need to keep having new versions. Just keep giving us DLC and Right. You know, different things with it. And that's all they really need to do. Nintendo's Nintendo. I feel like Animal Crossing could probably last forever if they just keep iterating and doing different things with the game. They could per- per- perpetually keep these games going for years. You know, so I think that model is where games are going to start going to. Like that Destiny model, you just keep bringing expansions and DLCs. Yeah. World I don't of Warcraft. see why Nintendo can't do that with their games. Yeah, they should. World of Warcraft. I mean, like Animal Crossing, and it's kind of, I'm, I'm kind of, and that's the thing. The people will be. I mean, I'm I'm disappointed that they they're not adding any new stuff to it. Me too. Me too. Because yeah. well, because I had New Leaf, and if you like, I tell people now, man. I mean, I'm playing New Leaf now because I'm in a. I found a group where uh, they just basically they hook you up. You just basically say what you want, what you need in the game, and they just hook you up because they've all hacked their game, so they can. My whole town. I have four copies of the game. Each of my towns, they're littered with bells. Because my friend just goes, I'm going to drop you off some bells. I'm like, okay. And they just run around and drop bells off like nothing, like all over the place. You can't do that in the regular game, but they hack their game to where whatever their amount of, whatever the amount of bells they have in the game, they can just throw them out everywhere. But they also, and they give you all kinds of stuff. But I'm like, but that game started out as a, you know, it was a, you know, it was out for three years, you know, and. And supported. And support. And, you know, it was updates every now and then. Then they go, then the Amiibos came out, and they were like, we're going to do the Amiibo stuff. And then they just added another three years to the game. You know, they, did that, it's, in, it's, they did that in one update. One update, because it didn't get updates like no, like the game does now, like all the time. It got updates every couple of months, there was another update. But they did this big, massive update, which took like 30 minutes to download. Um, and they, it just changed the whole thing. It just changed, it just made the game that much better. You know, I hate they, to do this, guys, but I'm gonna have to take off. I got somewhere I gotta be here in a few minutes. But okay, man, I appreciate you guys having me on. Nice meeting you, Shadow. Hell yeah! Uh, likewise, I wish I had more time with you today. Yeah, I do too. But uh, but I'll be on soon again, man. This won't Hell be yeah. the last time. So feel free to I come back you, anytime, brother. Shop anytime, man. Anytime. All right, peace, peace out, guys. Peace. Later, yo. Have a good weekend. But, yeah, yeah man, I mean, I think uh, it's just crazy. Yeah, with Animal Crossing, it's like. The last Animal Crossing game, like you talking about, it was like as if you got a Whopper, but then for the same price now, you got a cheeseburger. Like, what happened? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's yeah, like, yeah. wait, I, you, you, gave me super fr- you gave me super size last time, and now for the same money, now you're giving me small fries? What? <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, I get that. I That's mean, it's how not, I feel about New Horizons. It's not quite like that, but I mean, the thing is, the thing about, the thing about this is, they added... When they added the Happy Home um, Paradise in it, that was a gold. Like it, with, the new, with New Leaf, that was a whole different game. So it's a whole separate game. Yeah. Um, with that, apparently you could dance in that. You get dance moves and stuff. Oh, you get a. Oh, yeah. They, they've added all kinds of stuff. Yeah. I ain't uh, even start that DLC yet. But the thing about it is, though, it's 
there's 9,000 more items. And when you do the Happy Home Paradise stuff, as you're playing the game, you get those items in game. So if you have to build a hospital, and they have all this hospital equipment, which is there is a hospital in the game. There's the EKG machine. There's well, it gets added to your um, catalog. You, once, when you play the game, you and you develop the uh, develop develop it for the people. They you get all that. That's all. It's all part of the game now. Nice. And so, so is that how you get like the streamer set up with the monitors and computers and stuff? Yeah, the game, the gaming PCs and all that stuff. Yeah. Nice. The, 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 the science pods, all that stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, all that stuff. It's all part of that because it's all part of that stuff. And it's like um, you just – because like with, with, like with Happy Home um, Happy Home Designer for 3DS, that's how you did that. You tied the games together. They linked together. So with the, same, the game save file you had in Happy Home Designer, you use in New Leaf. So whenever you're playing a game – all of a sudden, you go to your shop and something in that game will pop up. Be like, "Hey, I can get, I can buy that now." Oh, nice. Yeah, so that's how that's how that works. But they, and but that's what people don't understand. I said, that's why that deal, that's why that that pack, that expansion pack, the deal, the Happy Home Developer, that's a that's a whole nother game. That's a game yeah, that could have. Now I can understand why it costs twenty five bucks. Yeah, it's a whole different. It's a whole other game. People think it's like a, no. This is no. You have to actually build stuff. And I said, think about it. There are 450 Amiibo cards out there. You can take each of those cards and add a villager and make them a house. You have... Yeah, that's crazy. You have crazy amount of potential. That's what people don't understand. It's like, you have tons of content. You just don't know it. Because it doesn't seem like it's a lot. But it's, if you played the original... man, that, Yeah, man, that's... There's so many more items. It's crazy. And it's like, I just, you know, but I mean, like, that's what my people keep telling me. I mean, you got to do a podcast. I'm like, I don't know about it. I'm, but everybody wants me to do just an Animal Crossing podcast in general. I think like, it's hard because they're not, they're not supporting it anymore. With, oh, New, um, New Horizons? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of, well, you'll still get, there. like I said, there's not going to be any major updates, but you can still get updates every now and then. So... If Have we gotten happened. any since the DLC? Yeah, there was an update yeah, uh, the day before yesterday. Oh, yeah? All right, cool. Yeah, it's, on two, it's on uh, 2.05 now, I think, or whatever. Um, you know what they added? Uh, what did they add? They added a couple of bugs. They changed a couple of things that you could, that was detrimental to the game. There's some game-breaking stuff they updated. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know exactly. I can't remember. There was a whole list of stuff that came out. It wasn't that big, but, I mean, it was only a small update. It was only like a literally... If you didn't notice it, you wouldn't even know that it, it would automatically update it. You wouldn't have known it. But I mean, it's um, what's the FedEx story you got? Oh man, the misadventures of Shadow and FedEx, bro. Oh man. So you know, I got smart. I got smart. That's why it's been a while since. We've heard any, you know, stories, any drama between me and FedEx and UPS and stuff. Right. I got smart because both UPS and FedEx allow you to put your home address on hold if you're traveling out of town and stuff. And what they do is um, for FedEx, it's free. You can put a vacation hold on your house. It You can hold it for like, I think, two weeks or 10 days or something like that. Yeah. And any any packages go into your address from that from FedEx. They won't. It'll say pending when it gets to the last step of shipping. Um, 
and then they'll hold it to the date that you specified, you know, within the within the range. So, you know, I was traveling. I was out of I was out of town last week, the week before. So I had a vacation hold. And last Friday, I believe it was Friday or Saturday, I was supposed to get my arcade one up Terminator 2. Yeah. It was sitting on pending. And the arcade one ups like I know this delivery driver now um, and I know the way he does things. So, you know, he saw that, oh, I had a hold on my address. So he yeah. put it into pending. My original vacation hold was to have deliveries resume today. Um, but I got home early. I got home like Tuesday this week. Right. And on Tuesday, I turned off my delivery hold. So I had other FedEx packages come in starting Wednesday. But my oh, Terminator wow. 2 stayed on pending because I know that driver, he ain't checked. He probably saw the original request saying hold until Saturday. And he probably just left it like that in the warehouse or whatever. Now, warehouse is like an hour and a half away from me if I wanted to drive there. Because you always have the option to go to the facility. And if you yeah. could, if you could navigate the people stuff and like know how to talk to people, you could go to FedEx's warehouse and pick up what they're holding for you. Right. Um, but I, I'm not driving an hour and a half to pick up like a hundred pound machine and bring it back, <laughs> throw it in my car. Nah, I get nah. that. I ain't got, I ain't got a truck. Um, so out for delivery today, right? But the text message, the last one I got saying out for delivery Monday, like it was delayed until Monday. And I was like, Okay, maybe they're not going to do the weekend delivery on this. Fine. I wasn't expecting it. Then, um, like 11 a.m., I got another text. Oh, actually, it's in the truck, out for delivery. And I'm like, word. So if I wasn't home today, I would have been screwed. Um, So I was waiting, waiting, waiting. And I know how this driver does his thing. When he pulls over, he'll update the tracking to say delivered. Before he even grabs the item out of his truck. Oh, I wow. got the text. Yeah, and I got the text saying delivered. And I was like, where he's outside? I opened my door and I see the FedEx truck creeping. It wasn't stopped. It was creeping. He <laughs> saw me and drove off. Oh, man. Bro, and that was when y'all was telling me to get on the podcast. And I was like, what? I had to grab my keys, change my clothes, jump in my car. I chased his food. I was like half naked running to my car. Oh, my God. I chased this fucking FedEx truck across town. That dude was not making any stops. And then finally, I caught him at a red light. Bro, this was like Night Rider. I cut yeah. him off at the red. I went around him and parked right in front and put my arms out like, yo, what are you doing? And he's like, he looked at me like, what are you doing? What is this? What's going on? I was like, here, look at my phone. You said delivered. You saw my face and you just kept moving. He's like, oh, I was going to deliver it on Monday. I was like, so why you marked it as delivered? Oh, just so my boss doesn't. I'm not worried about your boss. What you doing? Get this shit out the truck right now. You coming back to my house. Yo, I was worried about the cops actually coming. I I forced him at the red light to U-turn. And circle around, and I escorted him back to my house so he could deliver my damn Terminator. Wow. <laughs> FedEx don't play, bro. These drivers don't give a fuck, man. So that that's what was taking me so long. I had to. I was texting you guys while while trying to drive and all of that, and escorted him back in. And that then he just dropped it right on the damn on the street. Oh He's wow! Like, He's like, you can carry it to your house. And I was like, word. 
I bet I got you next time I see you. And then uh, I had to get, I had to grab my hand truck and wheel it into the house and stuff. Man, but I got it. Got my Terminator. That's crazy, man. Yeah, it really, honestly, just it depends on the driver. The driver is the the bottom of the food chain at FedEx, and yeah. those guys can can not follow company protocol, whatever, and and they can be rogue and all of that. So like, you know, it it doesn't speak to FedEx at a whole as a whole in that way. It speaks to them as a whole in that. There's no accountability. So if I called FedEx and reported to them, they're not going to do nothing about it because the corporate side will send a message to the warehouse that's an hour and a half away where his boss is, right? And then his boss can make a choice to do whatever he wants. Like if you got a complaint about one of your employees, you choose whether you want to reprimand him or talk to him or even do anything. So it basically works like that. Corporate and the actual warehouses are like kind of separated. They're independent of each other in a way. It's all politics, man. It's nonsense. That's crazy. Dude. He had me sweating, bro. He had me sweating. I was chasing him down. I was like, I was like, bro, you. And like, they caught me in the right mindset because I had just watched Night Rider this morning while I was having my breakfast. So I was already in that super pursuit mode. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. No, nah, man. It's um. Yeah, I just have. Luckily, I'm just walking, sitting there walking, getting out of my car this morning. And I'm like, why is FedEx here? It's like, oh. What's he bringing you? No, uh, my buddy uh, got me my Animal Crossing Series 5 binder from the, from the UK. What is that? The, the the binders for the Animal Crossing cards. Oh, oh. The so Nintendo, cards? Nintendo makes actual. So, they okay, they made two of them. They made these, the regular ones they were giving out for promo for Happy Home Designer for the 3DS. Mm-hmm. That's when the cards came out. Uh, they were look like little. They were little, um, little binders. They held about a hundred cards. It was a, it was a one time thing. They were giving them away. They sent me like thirty of them, and I, when I moved, I kind of left the box and forgot about it. But anyway, wow. And they're going. They, they sell on eBay for like one hundred and thirty dollars a piece. What? I got them for free, and I'm I'm still kicking myself for that. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. So, so but but in the, in the UK, Nintendo made actual regular size. Binders, their Animal Crossing design, their um, I can send you the link to Looking it. These up right now. I, I see them. I see them. I just posted mine. Design. I just posted mine. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And there's one through four, which I got from I got from England. I was I was actually able to order them from um, Game, which was the only retailer that was able to have them. So I was able to order them. So I got four. I got the four. I got those four. And I was, I was like a couple of other. Like Shout out to years. Game, by the way. Game was dope. But they don't do. You can't order from game anymore if you don't live outside. If you live outside the UK, but anyways, so they UK they announced this. They announced them on there. Say, oh man, I gotta find somebody that can, they can get these for me. My boy Peter from Spain was like, oh, I can, I can. I said, I said, man, I'm looking for two of them. But if you can just give me one, that'd be perfect. And I said, man, I'll pay you whatever. My man is hooking me up. He hooked me up with one. He sent me another one. His, he had his daughters. His daughter bought one. His other daughter daughter bought another one. And they're significant to me. And uh, I got the first one today. And it's just pretty. Do you know if these um, are, are uh, RFID blocking cases? Mm, no. Yeah, or they, they don't block the, 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 the chip functions, no. No, no. What I mean is like, so when you have something that's got a like a, an RFID or an NFC chip inside, yeah. um, normally it's supposed to, like my driver's license, for example, 
Right. Uh, it'll have like a protective sleeve or if they make cases for this kind of stuff, there's actually a layer of protection that stops the signal from escaping the case, you know, to like, it's like small passive yeah. radiation. Um, if Nintendo made them, I bet they well, actually the card, are. The cards themselves are like, I mean, the chip is in the middle of the card. Like it's, yeah, but it's, that, that doesn't matter. This is like radio waves and stuff. But I, honestly, if these are legit, if these are official from Nintendo... Oh, they're official, yeah. They're, yeah, they then have, I'm almost certain they actually are RFID blocking. I was I mean, just curious. Yeah, I, I don't really know. But, I mean, they're... Well, they're, you would know if, like, you put your Switch or 3DS or whatever up to the case while it's closed and see if it could talk to any of the cards inside. Oh, no, no, I, no, I didn't do that, no. Right, I so that mean. means it's RFID blocking. Yeah. It's, so that's good. I mean, even, I mean, the only way you can do it is if you open, you know, open the page up. Right, right. And no, maybe, that's expected. And maybe did it that way, but yeah. No, I'm saying while it's like closed and. Oh no, no. These things they have. They're a, there's a thick layer of. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's really. It's, they're they're dope. sturdy. They're sturdy. So how they're does like, one normally get amiibo cards for Animal Crossing? Uh, just go to just go to any retailer. Like I mean, like I know Target's got the Target has the Animal the uh, the Hello Kitty uh, Sanrio set. They have those all day. Really? The other ones, the other ones, you just have to wait till a retailer gets them, and then. Wait, order. wait. What do you mean, Hello Kitty? So, like, if I'm having coffee, I could put a, a oh, yeah. Hello Kitty amiibo card. So there's uh, a card? There's, there's a set that came out with the 3ds. Uh, it's a Hello Kitty set of Animal Crossing cards. It was cross promotion. Will it work so, on Horizon? Yeah. So really? basically, what you do is, oh yeah, it, it's for, they re-released them for New Horizons. So basically, what it is is you scan the card, the the villager that's on the card. Is it is in your is in your campsite or in your game? And you, that that and villager will come up in game. Like a Hello Kitty will be there. Not Hello Kitty. The villager that's tied to Hello Kitty. I I don't have my cards with me. I don't have but are they like Sanrio villagers or they're, are they? No, they're just they're villagers. But they they're, they're regular villagers. But they have like they'll have like a Hello Kitty T-shirt. But in your in when you scan that villager in in your inventory in your game, so that you can actually go to you can actually order. There's a whole set. There'd be a whole set of this set of Sanrio. Whatever they like, like one card has Carapy, which is the frog, but it's part of the Sanrio Club. You get all of their stuff. You scan the other card. The next day, you get another set. So when you scan, it's only six cards. You scan all six cards. You get the complete Hello Kitty Sanrio collection of items. Oh, you get like the associated furniture and stuff. Yeah, automatically. I'm seeing it now because like I'm looking at a set on Amazon. And it's got like the villagers are like Rilla, Marty, yeah. Kelsey, Toby, yeah. but like it's it shows them in a truck, and in the truck it shows pictures of like yeah in the a truck, lamp, when, a Sanrio table right. in the truck. That's bed. what a 3ds. Got it. And then when you get them on on on, uh, on New Horizons, the villager actually comes to your island, and you talk to him like normal. You can actually get the you can get the villager to move into the, into your town if you can in your island if you want to, uh, but you automatically when you scan a card you automatically have those when you go to your shop when you go to your store it's, all the items are automatically there. Oh, just by having them on your campsite. Just, just by scanning the card, they automatically show. Oh, that's what's up. Now, what about if you scan them to have coffee with them at the roof? That I haven't done yet with those. That this okay. is the Sanrio ones. I haven't done that yet. Uh, now the other ones, yeah, you can do that. Uh, I was lucky to get a few copies of. Actually, we the site, we actually the podcast, we're actually giving away a Sanrio set and the other set, and I haven't got anybody. It's like I can't go for that giveaway because I'm on the podcast. Um, you know what? <laughs> but you did send me one villager once. I can send you some more cards. I got 
I've got tons of Series 5 cards. What does that mean, Series 5? Because there's, there's five series of cards. So there's the first set was a, was 100. Those The first four sets are 100. Uh, for some reason, the Series 5 only has 48 cards in it. I don't understand that, but whatever. Um, so, yeah, you just scan them, and you get the villager, and that's basically what it is. You don't get any extra items. You just get the villager. And But yeah. they're just cool to have. It's just, you know, you know how it is. Mm -hmm. collectors mm -hmm. are. It's just cool to have stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's collectible and, stuff. Yeah, and um, yeah, that's it's 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 awesome. But, I, mean, I it's, like that um, Loftwing and the Metroid Dread Amiibos are still available to buy. That people can yeah, still those are them. yeah, they're everywhere. I love it. I love it. That's yeah. how I thought. That's how I feel like Amiibos should have always been. But the only thing about that was the scalpers were just so adamant about Amiibos, and they were so. They were hunting amiibos like the collectors were, right? But th but that's what I'm saying. Like you know, the scalpers ain't stopping Loftwing now. They're not stopping Metroid Dread. No, now. they did at the beginning because it right. took like a, it I, took I just like a wish month. at the beginning it took like a month like... for them to come back out in stock. But yeah, got you. It looks like I cannot buy amiibo cards from Target online. I have to actually go to no. the store. You have to go to the store, but you have to like. The stores will get them in in uh, their drop shipments. Like, uh, will these be like where the um, Pokemon cards are and stuff? No, that's the thing. They'll be with the Switch stuff. They'll be in the case. Oh. Actually, so like where I would buy eShop cards. Right. Actually, be on the other side because they'll have their own. They'll have their own ink cap. Okay. If you go to your, whatever Target you go to, you'll probably see the Sanrio pack sitting there. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. for a while there, when they came out, when they were re-released, it took like two months for them to come back into circulation. Got it. And people on eBay were selling that six pack of cards for a hundred dollars. How much do they normally how much do they retail? Five ninety nine. Six dollars? Six bucks. They were selling And they, they were, were reselling people, for what? People were getting a hundred dollars, fifty dollars, forty dollars. Oh yeah. my God. Yep. Because this is what happened. FOMO bro. It's that FOMO. When the cars came out the cards came out originally. Only the people who were interested in them bought them. They were everywhere. They were at they were at GameStop. They were at Walmart. They were at Target. They were at Best Buy. They were everywhere. And then they just kind of just faded out. And then mm. there was you know you'd be able to go get the first set for a dollar. Right. And they might have had they might have had four or five packs. GameStop might have had two or three packs. I got a couple of the sports packs for uh, like fifty cents a piece. And those cards right now are worth fifty dollars a piece. Wow! And but you were able to go get them, and I got all the ones I needed then, and then I, they ran out. I couldn't get any more. I still needed some, so I had to wait. And then when I was like, well, maybe they—that's why I kind of was like, oh, they're not gonna make any more cards. I'm not worried about it. They're, I'll find some eventually. I never and I never brought a dress my loose cards with me or anything. I'm like, nah, they're not gonna have any more. And then of course, New Horizons came out. Oh, we're going to support Amiibo cards. And then they re-released them, and that's when the frenzy started all over again. But now it's worse because people who are buying them, they're just buying them all. You go into Target, you might have 20 packs there. Somebody go in there and buy all 20. Oh, man. But then they're not restocking them like they were at the beginning. And it's mm -hmm. just it's harder and harder to find them now. And gotcha. it's just, you know. But now everybody's wanting complete sets. And I'm yeah. like, good luck with that. Right. That's why you got those. I mean, that's why you have the, you know, the people are making the artificial cards, the fake cards, the, you know, the mini cards, whatever. 
because people want to use them. And it's like, you know, I mean, what are you going to do? Nintendo doesn't, I mean, Nintendo really doesn't care about that. They don't want you copyrighting games. They don't don't want you you pirating games. You can pirate Amiibo all you want to. They don't care. Yeah, I want, like, a binder full of uh, Amiibo NFC tags. Just for, like, Breath of the Wild. But, like, I don't know any game, really, where you really need Amiibos. You can still go through the game without Amiibo. But think about this, though. You can, I mean, you can, yeah. But think about this, though. You can add the extra stuff to it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You can just get the, I mean, making them are, are really easy. But you have to have the original. No. To make them. You just have to have the files. Oh, right, right, right. But those files are not easy to come by. People are being stingy on these files. Mm, not really. Really? <laughs> uh, okay. I have all the Amiibo cards, most of the, all the Amiibo cards. I have the files, too. Wow. I have the files for the Amiibos, like the physical That's Amiibo. Yeah, yeah. Files. That's what I want, the physical Amiibo But files. people just, people are like, hey, you want the files? I'm like, uh, sure, there you go, okay. Make your own, okay. Hell yeah, that's what's up. Because man. people were hitting me up, because they knew I got all the Amiibos first. They were hitting me up, like, hey man, let me borrow that, let me borrow your, let me scan your Amiibo. I'm like, why? I need that file. I'm like, uh, I'm not sending you my Amiibo so you can scan it and send it back. No. Right. <laughs> no. Sorry, brother, I'm not doing that. Um, that's why the scalpers were buying them so fast, so they could re- reproduce them. Right, because, yeah, they're still selling these um, on Amazon, like these yeah. bootleg stickers. And a lot of bootleg. Dude, they're selling bootleg 3D. They're selling bootleg DS games. You know what my favorite thing in video games is? These what? Chinese bootleg consoles. Like the bootleg PS2, which is called like a GS2. Right. You know, like those those games that are like 15 no, and 1. Remember the, remember, like the, a, remember the V? Oh, instead of a Wii? It was a V V I I instead of a V. I was like, what in the world? And there was, oh, man, it was such crap. <laughs> right, but because I, the games on like, it is, like, completely different. Sports what I, V. What I like now, and I'm really interested in this stuff, they have these little portable devices that look like Switches, but they play retro games. They play emulators. Oh, really? Oh, they're they're everywhere. They're all over the place, and they keep updating these things all the time. So you'll go to a you'll go to a YouTube channel and see a a, a handheld emulation device. I mean, it's built like a switch. It looks like a switch, and it you put you put an SD card with ROMs in it, and there you go. It's everything. This is crazy. Well, it's probably cheaper parts. Yeah, but they they the stuff's getting really high quality stuff. People are reviewing them like. Hey man, this is actually pretty cool. You got emulators. I mean, they play PS One, Three Six, not Three Six. PS One, um, like Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, you know that kind of stuff. But some of that stuff's dope. I'm gonna have to go to Target and get me an Xbox Mini fridge. They have them in stock. Apparently, they are everywhere. Really? Yep. I see pictures all the time. I I thought they were like a limited thing. That's what I thought. And then all of a sudden, I'm looking at a picture right now. G Fuel on uh, Twitter is talking about, oh, hey, here's a, they got a whole bunch of There's like 12 of them right here. Oh. And now bucks a pop. I'm like, man. Do you know how mini fridges work? Do you have a mini fridge? No, I don't. Okay. It's a different kind of technology than a normal refrigerator. Right. Um, oh, yeah. I could order it online and add for pickup. It's 100 bucks. Yep. Yo, the review's two and a half stars. <laughs> you know, 
I think it was funny. I, it is funny. No, I, I think people gave it two and a half stars because they didn't understand the cooling technology that's used. Um, cause this, you, you know, it's a mini fridge. It uses right. a completely different type of, type of tech. You know, it, it, the power requirements are a lot less from the science of like a normal fridge and stuff. Um, yeah, I'm, let me see what these reviews say. Curious. Yeah, it cools drinks to about 36 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, wow. It's not bad. 32 degrees is not bad for a mini fridge for 100 bucks. No, it's not. It's not going to be like ice cold like your regular refrigerator, but I mean, what, you can only fit like four cans of soda in there anyway. 32 is freezing anyway, so. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it'd be pretty. I don't know, man. It might be pretty good if some of these old refrigerators people have in their house. Well, yeah, so the tips on a mini fridge are, number one, it takes a long time to cool. But number two, you should always keep it full. The more right. you have it full, the less the fridge is working um, to cool things up. Because it has less air that it has to deal with. Right. Um, so I see a lot of five-star reviews. Let me look at, like, one and two stars. It's definitely not a mini fridge. It's a cooler. Correct. So, uh, right. Even, okay. So, like a college mini fridge that's like twice or three times the size of the Xbox nah, one. That's more of like a refrigerator. But this is not bad. I would compare this to like a cooler with an ice pack. Right. You know, and just, you don't have to keep putting in new ice packs because it's constantly keeping itself cold enough. Um, and it really also depends on the temperature of the room around this mini fridge. So yeah. if it's normally a cold room anyway, um, so hold on, I'm just reading this review. So one guy says the room, um, if the room temperature is 70, your drinks will warm up to 70. After running it for two minutes, the fan, the fan ground to a halt. It uses a cheap PC cooling fan. Well, see, that makes sense. Um, it's purely novelty. Yeah, that's how I would treat it. For $100? That's how I would treat it. So if you treat personally, it that, personally, I would probably never even use it. I would just have it because it's, it's, it's a collector's item. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, you know, for me, it's like like a tchotchke, like a little trinket, right. Right. you know, as part of, like, the Xbox history. I think it's cool for what it is. For $100? Yeah. $100 is not bad. Not bad. I just wish I could find it. I just wish I could find an X, uh, Xbox Series X. So. I would love another Series X. I just need. I need. I'm trying to. I mean, I'm waiting for this. Uh, hopefully, I'll be. Hopefully, I'll be in the market to buy a PS5, an Xbox Series X, and a, and a new PC. I just got NVMEs for my PS5, so I'm finally gonna upgrade my PS5 today. Yeah, I'm trying After to get. Uh, trying to build a P. Uh, I'm not building a gaming PC because that that's cost too much money. I'm not doing that. I just. Oh, I'll just man, PC gaming. This is the wrong time, bro. I video cards and stuff. I. It was cheaper for me to buy an Alienware. It's like a $5,000 Alienware, and it's right. cheaper for me to do that just based on the video card that's in there. It's like a new NVIDIA 3090-something. I don't right. know what kind of card, but I know the 30, card 30, that's 80, in there. 3080? No, I think it's 3090. It's right oh, on new, the that's Intel. That's a new one, yeah. Yeah. So, like, that card, you can't find it nowhere. You can find it scalped, but you can't find it legit nowhere. Mm -hmm. nope. um, and so, basically, right. Like, you're dropping, like I said, five bricks on that. Like, that's crazy. My friend, my friend posted up her, P, her gaming PC specs the other day. She bought her PC about a month ago. She built it. It was $4,400. Yep. I'm like, nope, not trying to do that. For me, my only and I reason... Want, I want 32 gigs of RAM, too. 
Oh yeah. So my PC comes with uh, my Alienware. I think it's coming in either March or May. It's going to start with 64 and that's going to be my hunt. I got to find another equivalent stick of 64 um, to upgrade it to 128 because it maxes out at 128. But for me, the only reason why I'm doing a gaming PC is because I want the um, the Valve Index. I want to do VR on PC. Yeah, and I really don't want to do that, but right, I want to have the option. Yeah, I mean, like honestly, gaming PCs that they're um, they depreciate so fast, like a car, that you know, unless you have a very specific purpose for it, it's not worth getting it. Because like anytime you decide to get it, you know, you can get it at that point. Like when you actually know that yes, I want to do this very specific thing. Because like if you just if you just build it or buy it and then hold on to it and don't really use it too much, by the time you want to use it, you could have built something better for the same price. Exactly. Yeah, for and me it's all about Half Life, Alex. Yeah, I'm like I'm just like I I want to get I just want to get one just so I got you know I got friends who only play PC, and mm-hmm. I'm like well all right well let's let's get together and play something and I want to be able I want to be able to play the newest the newest stuff. Like I'm using, I, I think I'm, I think Red Dead Redemption Two is the benchmark now. I think, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna use those specs. I'm like, okay, it's got to be able to run this. Well, it's what be able if to you run, run it at lower setting? setting. And like, I how wanted, old is your PC? My gaming PC is six years old. Oh well, yeah, six years you got to. But mine <laughs> plays. I mean, I can. Like, the newest six thing years, I'm, it'll play good shit. If it's a desktop. No, it's, it's a desktop. Oh, it's a laptop, but it's probably a gaming laptop. It's oh, it's a gaming heavy. laptop. Oh, yeah, it's a it's a it's a it's a uh, Lenovo gaming laptop. It's a touchscreen nice. and everything. It's a it's nice. yeah. I just I just need to get my housing. The housing is is cracked on it, and I got to get that fixed. I got to get the screen. I got to get the housing for the screen fixed. I mean, everything else. The that usually tends to be the the number one point of fail, especially and like then, six years in on a laptop. But I don't even use it that much. That's my thing. I don't even use it that much. Right, and that's what I'm saying. Maybe you know you should wait on on a gaming PC because you should wait until the time when you know you're actually gonna play it a lot. Right. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know. I might play it. A, I play play it quite a bit, but uh, but I don't know yet. But I'm just I'm just waiting because I you know if I don't if I don't get this financial windfall, I'll just wait and just save up and get one later. But mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not like I'm my mine's down. I would love to play it now, but I'm not really tripping on it right now because I don't have time. So, what would you like to play? I just I want to just play like play some of the games I got. I, I got like three hundred Steam games on it. Oh, I got you, I got you. But I are there like, any games that you have that you can't play on console? Uh, there's a few games I got on there that I can't play on console because it's all Steam stuff. Yeah, yeah. But I do have a Steam Deck. I do have a Steam box right here somewhere. Well, I was gonna say instead of getting a gaming PC, you should get a Steam Deck. I, see, the Steam Deck, I'm not really. I I don't know. I don't know. Because it know. solves your gaming PC problem in, in, in a much better price point. Yeah, but I don't know how, I mean, how upgradable is that thing going to be? Nah, just get the highest one. What is that, like 600 bucks? It's cheaper yeah, but than I, what it would cost even, you to build a gaming PC. You can't even get them. They're, they're all sold out. Yeah, I'm I thought you could pre-order and you just go down the, go down on, um, like it, it just puts you in a queue. Let me see here. I thought that's how it works. Like you just say, um, add, and then it'll say, okay, you'll get yours in like, you know, 2023 or something. Let's see. Yeah. 650 for the highest one. Right. Expected order availability after Q2 of this year. 
You can add it right now. Log in for reservations. So you just put your reserve on it. I might just do that then. I mean, I don't know. I kind of. I think that's the way to go for you, bro. Because if I yeah. remember correctly, this has an HDMI. It has the dock. Get right. the yeah, dock, yeah, yeah. and then you can hook it up to a TV. Yeah, I might do that. <laughs> I think that's that the way to go for you, bro. That might work. I mean, I was going to just get a desktop, I mean, a gaming desktop just to have anyway, but I might do that. It would still cost more money. It'll, it'll, yeah, it will cost more money, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Come I think if you waited, let's say you waited like two yeah, months. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, like, I'm not in a hurry. I got to get, I want my Xbox first, my PlayStation first. I ain't right. really tripping. The gaming PC is like third, like third down the line. I'm not even yeah. really tripping on it. So I guess the Nintendo Switch Online play test is on is working right now. What is that? The play test where you get to play like the they're doing a stress test for the servers to see how the Wii Sports is, uh, Nintendo Sports stuff works. Um, oh, that's good. I just pre-ordered that. Yeah, I just I just um, got to sign into the beta, so I got the. I'm going to go play it in a minute. But, yeah, I don't know. I just don't want people to... Not, I mean, I don't want people to panic about the, the eShop. Just you have a year to buy stuff, so... Yeah. I, mean, I don't I don't think that it, it's worth the panic. I can understand people being sad and upset about it. I'm with it. It's always sad to see something go. Right. Well, you know, my thing is with that, I mean, there's only four... I think there's four more four Wii U exclusives that haven't been ported to the Switch yet. Do you happen to know which they are? Uh, Zenoblade Chronicles X. Ooh, that's a good one. Hold on, let me see here. Somebody posted them up the other day. Let's see. Oh, it's uh, Twilight Princess HD, Wind Waker HD. Xenoblade Chronicles X and um, I mean personally it's probably Devil's Third yeah I think, it, I think that is it everything else yeah Windmaker HD Twilight Princess HD Devil's Third has it been ported? Yeah, I think that's it. The ones that haven't been ported, yeah. Oh, Wii Sports Club. Wii Sports Club. That hasn't been ported. Oh, Nintendo Land hasn't been ported either, so. I've never played it. I think I have it and I never played it. Nintendo Land's kind of a kind of like a playground thing. You just, you, you do like little mini games and stuff like that and mm. I've only played it like a couple of times myself. I got it day one. What's that one game on the Switch um, where James had made a Dre character in there? Oh, Tomodachi? Yeah, Tomodachi. is it like yeah. that? No, it's like there's mini games in it. So there's like mini games based on different uh, different games like uh, there's a Zelda one, there's a um, I, can't remember what, I can't remember what I was in Nintendo Land. It always looked like a carnival because they had. That's it's kind of like a. It's like it's like a theme park. It's like a theme park. It's a. Right. It's basically like a theme park, but there's all these little mini things you can play in, mini games and things you can play in there. So. Gotcha. Yeah, they they probably won't put that to the Switch though. Was it fun? 
It was okay. Well, they I mean, probably was... won't because it didn't it integrate with uh, your Mies and Miiverse and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Right. So I mean that that's a lot of that's a programming nightmare for them because they stopped the Miiverse. Which I wish they wouldn't have. That was actually pretty cool. Yeah, Miiverse was great. Miiverse was pretty cool. I like Miiverse. But all right, I guess we're going to wrap it up. Yeah, we can wrap up. Wrap it up, we're good. Um, yeah, I'll send you a couple of links to those little handheld retro things. They're, they're kind of some of them are kind of cool. Some of them look kind of bootleg. Crazy, but it's, some of them look bootleg as hell, but some of them look really good. <laughs> the ones that are like sixty bucks, they look pretty good. Like they're they look really good. Well, all right, uh, we will wrap it up. Uh, shouts out to everybody playing games. Just play with oh, you. Oh, I, I wasn't here for it, but did um. I'm sorry. Did you end up getting Horizon, or are you getting it? I haven't got it yet. I'm got probably going to wait a little bit because I really need to go through the first one. Like I need to really. I think I'm about to start restart the game and start and go through it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I have to stick to it and go through it because I I enjoy the game. It's just things come up and it's just you know you know how that is. Yeah. <laughs> You're like I'm gonna play this game, but oh I gotta go do this, and I oh while I'm at it I'm gonna play this other game. And then yeah. I Meanwhile I'm like shopping around for a lawyer and a CPA right now. So what's up? My games are on the back burner. Oh, I'm starting my own company. Oh, cool. Yeah, I thought I told you all on um on Twitter chat, no? I think so. Yeah, yeah. You you try to think you're starting a business like the one you're in now? Right. Right now I'm in a partnership, so yeah. I'm I'm also starting my own now, as well, awesome. with no other partners. It's just gonna be me. That's good. Yeah, yeah. I loved that. I liked having partners when I did, but when I when I broke off, man, it's some of those people just were just too shysty. Right. Right. Was, mm, I just didn't. Uh, I wasn't feeling. And it. you got to have a good, like a solid agreement in writing in place. And yeah. So I like the agreement that I have now, but it doesn't put me in a position that I really need to be. Because there's a lot of times where, like, you know, me and the majority partner will have a disagreement about something, and technically his way is is, is, the, is the way I gotta go. And I, sometimes right. I gotta concede, and it's like, well, you're making a mistake. So. Right. So for now, it's like. I start my own, and I can take a lot of these risks, you know. Yeah, the only thing about it is the only man, it's a lonely it's a lonely trek, and it's it's good that you have somebody in your life that that supports you. That's like, oh yeah, it's hey, a lot of it's a heavy grind, bro. Oh man, I I owned my store for ten years, started out as mail order and went to a storefront, and I had somebody who did not give a did not give two shits about my store. Right, loved loved when the money came around though. Right. Thought, thought the whole game store thing was a dumb idea. But when the money came around, she was all, she was down. Right. You made this one? Oh, I didn't, yeah, I kept all my money. I, I made so many deals that I kept under the table. I was like, uh-uh. Mm, mm. See, that's kind of what I want to do. I reported them to the IRS. I didn't report them to her. I was dead. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't pay the female tax. <laughs> dude, dude, I had to, I, I got a pallet, I got a pallet of N64 is from Japan with oh. Mario 64 and Pilot Wings shipped to a video store without me even touching anything. I had my buddy hook it up. My buddy hooked it up. I sent 25 of those consoles and both games to a video store so they could distribute, so they could rent them out before the before the system came before the system came out. That's what's up. Now, See, that's kind of what I want to do. I want to take I, I want to take this company and launch it. I made it. off like a bandit. 
I, w- I want to open a game store as like um as not as a as a as a loss, but yeah. you know as a as a not real like not too much profit. Oh, I need to send you this video then. We'll we'll, we'll wrap it up and we'll get we'll stay on for a second. But shouts out to everybody, you guys. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for being fans. Thanks for listening. Uh, all three fans, I guess we have. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna end the contest probably in a couple of days. So keep on look out on Twitter for the uh, Otaku Cast um, Twitter page, and we'll give these cards out. But yeah, man, you got any shout outs? Oh yeah, shout out to all the the gamers, no matter what you play. No matter how how much or how little you play, um, shout out to anybody who doesn't do any gatekeeping. Um, we all in this together. Definitely. All right, we're out. Peace. Peace.